My name is James Rowlands, and I am a lifelong wrestling fan. In 2015, I started a podcast with my friend, Dan White, reviewing the WWE Network and seeing if it's worth the $9.99 a month. It was. And since then, every month, we watch the latest WWE pay-per-views, NXT, and now 205 Live. Still continuing our journey through the network, watching ECW, WCW, and all its classic content. Until we've watched it all, we are with you, and we are the WNR. Yes, hello, I am James Rowlands, and as always, I'm joined by... Damn right. And it is a WNR126 today, or episode 126, and it's WWE Hell in the Cell 2017. Smackdown are presenting it. Dan, are you looking forward to it? I am, yes. There should be some good matches. And of course, the main thing, no fucking Enzo Amore. <laughs> yeah, but unfortunately, there is someone else who I despise as much. But we'll get on that in a second, because we're doing alternate intros uh, every week now, and this week is not as controversial as last week's one, I should say that, but let me give it a go. My name is Oliver Queen. After five years in hell, I returned home with only one goal, to save my silly, silly, <laughs> city, city. Today, I fight that war on two fronts. By day, I leave Star City as its mayor, but by night, I am someone else. I am something else. I am... The green arrow. <laughs> but what better way of kicking off the show then with kickoff? Uh. So, of course, kickoff has started. Yeah, hosts for today are Renee Young, Peter Rosenberg, and David Utunga. But we've already seen a bit of kickoff because we've seen Aiden English joining the kickoff panel. We know as well later on we're going to have. Her, the fashion files on Hell in a Cell, so that's two people I know you like a lot. And there was some huge news from Daniel Bryan, Dan, wasn't there? Uh, yes, James, there was. Uh, there's, a, there's been another face added to the US title match. It's going to make it a triple threat, and it is the perfect 10. Yeah. Ty Dillinger. 10, 10, 10, 10. 10. One, of, one of my men. Getting a chance. And of course, he beat Baron Corbin, the number one contender, didn't he? He did indeed, yes. And uh, I remember something happened earlier on this year at Royal Rumble. Someone predicted he came in at number 10. Yes, yes. I think that was me. Oh, that was you, yes. But Ty Dillinger, uh, it's great. It's going to be great to see him. And of course, tonight, we've got so many great things on the card. Shit, Sheldon Benjamin's got a huge fucking package. We've got, <laughs> we've got Shinsuke Nakamura, Bobby Roode. Uh, Randy Orton for you, Dan. Yeah, I know. We've got so many. And, of course, Ty Dillinger. But we do start off with the first match on kickoff, which is going to be Shelton Benjamin and Chad Gable versus... The Hype Bros. Uh, Get hyped! Zack Ryder and Mojis in the world. (laughs) Well, you chat shit more than cows got cunt. And you mentioned Benjamin's package. We should say this is Benjamin's first pay-per-view since... 2010. 2010. So it's been a Seven long years. It's been a long time coming for Sean Benjamin teaming up with Chad Gable. But of course, we do predictions on every pay per view. Dan, do you want to explain the prediction league for everybody? Prediction league, we hopefully try and correctly predict the outcome of each match in a pay per view. And whoever gets the most correct, they get a point in the pay per view league. We've also got a NXT Takeover League, and we've also got a bonus predictions league as well. Yes, we have. So at the end of the year, we correlate all the points together, and the winner of that will be the winner of the WNR 
2017 it would be. So, But at the moment in time, there's only been one... No, I'm lying to you. I won it last year, didn't I? In 2015, Dan, <laughs> I won the first you one. You won the first one. 2016, I won it. So it's a rubber match. It's going to be. I should say predictions. Uh, at the moment, it's 10-6 to me, which is a comfortable advantage. But then again, Survivor Series coming up and maybe two pay-per-views in December as well. And also your recent record, Dan, since Money in the Bank, you've only lost at SummerSlam. So you've been on the roll. And I've been a bit stop-start because, uh, yeah... I lost at No Mercy, but hopefully I can try and regain some ground here. But the first match, let's open up the predictions first. Well, James, I'm interested to see who you've gone for in this one. I have gone for Team and American Alpha. Right, and is that another name for Mojo and Zack Ryder by any chance? Well, it's half of Team Angle and half of Team American Alpha, Yeah, I mean, we'll, we'll get on to these teams in a bit. Uh, I've, of course, gone for Mojo and Zack Ryder in this. Yeah, like a fuck. Benjamin and Gable, always. Uh, I've missed out on a perfect score this year by not going for Mojo on the kickoff. So I'm never, ever going to go for Mojo Rawley. Uh, but it is good to see Sean Benjamin back. What are your thoughts on Chad Gable and Sean Benjamin? Yeah, you know, I thought, I think they were, uh, they're quite a good, Team, um, you know, can they become as good as American Alpha? I think they can because, you know, what I'd say the best part of Team Angle and potentially probably the best, well, I don't know actually because I think Jason Jordan was probably a better wrestler than uh, Chad Gable. But well, I think Chad's got a bit of personality and like we saw has, with yeah. him and Jordan getting together originally, Ready, Willing and Gable and even the relationship he's had with Benjamin. I think he's got a lot of fire in him. But, I mean, what was the better tag team in your opinion? American Alpha or World's Greatest Tag Team? I think World's Greatest Tag Team. Yeah, I think they just did a little bit more, didn't they? You know, yeah. with a bit of achievements and stuff. But at the moment, Gable and Benjamin working like a brilliant team here. Just wearing down Zack Ryder. Of course, he's not the weak link in the tag team. But he's being worked on at the moment. I tell you what, if Mojo gets up, Dad comes in and finishes this. A bit of bollocks. And if you see empty seats in the crowd as well, the reason is, the reason is because it's Mojo. And people do not <laughs> care. That's the reason. That is the reason. As soon as everyone comes in. <laughs> yeah, it'll be sold out in here. They'll be hanging from the rafters, like the hell in a cell above us. Which we can have a little glimpse of the corner of now. The shout and Benjamin and Zack Ryder both on the top. Zack Ryder managing to get the better of Benjamin. Knocks him off. Oh, and a lovely missile dropkick from the top rope there by uh, Zack Ryder. Woo, yeah. woo, woo. Well, you know it. We'll see what happens here, though. Benjamin looking to get to his Do you uh, hate Zack Ryder? Partner. I don't hate Zack Ryder. I don't. But my, my hatred for Mojo kind of, it doesn't matter who it he... It spreads... Yeah. Like a cancer. Even if he was teaming with Bobby Roode. You know would I mean? you hate Bobby Roode? I, I would start hating Bobby Roode because... Oh! No. Mojo Rawley's got the hot tag in and he's cleaning house. He's running right through Chad Gable. He looks like a man possessed, James. The only thing he possesses is... Uh, no talent. <laughs> no, yeah, exactly. That's my line. The only thing he possesses is no talent, Dan. Oh, that was a great line, James. <laughs> Brilliant. Thanks. I mean, he's got nothing... But Mojo, he powers Chad Gable up onto his shoulders, but Gable with a backslide. Easily. And Gable now Ooh, running the ropes. the clothesline. Oh. oh, but Mojo with a tilt-a-well backbreaker. Goes for the cover. One, two. Oh, I thought the hype bros had this in the bag. <laughs> I'm sure you did. And Benjamin looking for a tag. And Chad Gable... But Mojo's not allowing it. He's going for his patented splash. There you go. Gets rolled up. One, 
two. Oh, no. but Mojo with a powerful kick out. We uh, we don't want it like that. We want him hurt. So Gable needs to do something like spectacular, a double team move to Benjamin. They need to really seriously injure him as Chad Gable to the top. Oh, oh. but Mojo moves out of the way. Gable had it scouted as well. He lands on his feet. Belly to yeah. belly overhead suplex takes Mojo down. Goes up for a second attempt. Oh, he's crazy. Here comes Chad Gable. Oh, oh, hits its mark this time. One, One two. two. Oh, Mojo with another powerful kick out. Ah, that's not a powerful kick out. Obviously, the sweat on their bodies makes it easier for Mojo to move. It's not like it's Gable's finishing move. Anyway, let Benjamin come in there. Go on, Benjamin. Take to the woodshed. Oh, Irish rips him into Gable's feet. Looks yep. like they're going to finish it. That's it. Oh. oh. That's it. Gable chucks Zack Ryder One, off the apron. Two. And Mojo. Mojo. <laughs> Against all odds, Mojo manages to kick out. Uh, luck more than judgment for Mojo there. I'm so hyped for this match. Come on. Just put him down. Benjamin now with a huge right hand of Mojo. What's the fuck? What the fuck's he doing? It looks like Mojo's hyping himself up. Benjamin. Oh, runs through the gold standard. Well, Benjamin's probably got a bit of ring rust in him, hasn't he, you know? Oh, fuck off. Well, Mojo eliminates Gable from the Royal Rumble. Tags in Zack Ryder. Looks like these two are going to try and finish off the gold standard. Are they going to go for the hype rider, eh? <laughs> oh, but Benjamin fights out of it. What's that, my love? Goes for the cover one, two. Oh. But Mojo breaks up the count. Well, Zack Ryder and Mojo Rawley having miscommunication there. Doesn't look Benjamin and Gable are. And I like the fact they've got matching trunks as well. It looks smart as they dump that piece of shit outside. And they've got Zack Ryder. Benjamin's got him in a powerbomb. And what's Gable going to do? Oh. oh. Takes down Zack Ryder. And Gable's a legal guy. One, two, two three. three. Easy. Easy, easy. And it's a, a very impressive victory for Team and American Alpha. Very impressive there by Benjamin and Gable. But then again, the competition wasn't great, was it? You know what I mean? So, uh, again, what, what do you th- I think they've got a lot of potential, though, Benjamin and Gable. What are your thoughts on the match? They've done really well, worked brilliantly as a team together. Um, I don't know, Is is was the match focusing on the cracks in the hype bros or was it focusing more on Gable and Benjamin as a team? I think a little bit of both because we see how well they worked together, cohesion, and we saw a little bit of an argument between Zack Ryder and uh, Mojo afterwards. But, I mean, that's what they're going to do. But will anybody care? I think is the, the question that needs to be asked. Will anybody care if Mojo does turn? Because I won't. I won't. <clears throat> anyway, we saw Charlotte as well in a social media lounge being uh, asked a few questions, and she said, a flair always beats a heart. Dan, what are your thoughts on that comment? Woo! Each of us get a point after that, Dan, so we both start in a winning way. Will we have a perfect score tonight? Will we go for our favourites in this one? Will it be mind over the heart? We'll find out, because now here is the main promo for the show. My God, he made me broken in half! Michael is like a rag doll. That's hell in a cell right there. 
5,700 square feet of chain link. This robbery couldn't get any more intense. It's about to. We want to defend our world tag team championships inside. Hell in a cell. Nothing makes me happier than knowing that your dad gets to see his overrated daughter fail. The family rivalry between hearts and flares will be renewed with the SmackDown Women's Championship on the line. Shinsuke Nakamura, it will not be worth the suffering you feel when you face the modern-day Maharaja. Nakamura is not the type of man you want to incite. There go the Sting Brothers. Shinsuke's going to that place. I can beat a McMahon. Senseless. Kevin Owens has lost his mind. When someone crosses the line against any McMahon, we will strike out with massive vengeance. Shane, what I did to your father is nothing compared to what I'm going to do to you. Kevin Owens, I condemn you to hell in the cell. New day, welcome to the Uso Penitentiary. James, what did you think of the opening promo? Well, to show the history of Hell in a Cell is quite incredible. When you consider the first match in Hell in a Cell was October 5th, 1997, 20 years ago. And that was Michaels versus Undertaker. Who would have thought it would have become not only its own pay-per-view, but the event it is now. You know, it's a special type of match. And we saw the mankind going off the announce table. We saw all these big stunts. The question I've got to ask you, do you think we'll see a big stunt here tonight? We've already seen one stunt in kickoff. Are we going to see another one? I think you uh, misspoke. That's cunt. Oh, right, yeah. Sorry, but... Well, you know, with Shane McMahon in a cell, we know what he's like with uh, high bumps, but, you know, we'll wait and see, I suppose. But we're starting off this pay-per-view with uh, the New Day versus the Usos. Yes, and very interesting. I mean, it is head in a cell, so they'll probably open the show and close the show. They don't look too close to each other uh, but they they shut they're promoting this in the prime but in the primo we saw the new day new size feud been going on for four or five months now uh do you think this is the end of this particular feud or do you think it can continue um i hope it's the end i i, I do not that it's not been good no but i think you know there's other teams out there that deserve a chance hype bros for for one i think they deserve a shot at the tag team titles <laughs> So, well, other teams do deserve that spot, but it's been fantastic. And, and Head in the Cell kind of feels like the end of a rivalry, do you know what I mean? It, it can't get any worse than hell as a new day come out here. Who have you gone for? Who? 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 Well, who could it possibly be? I mean, this, this feud, like I said, began on for a few months. And surely, 
Don't call me Shirley. The baby faces have to win, don't they? So that's why I've gone. New the day. Usos. <laughs> like on the New Day. Dan, who? Who have you gone for in this one? Everyone knows that New Day suck. <laughs> so I have gone for a definitive end to this feud as well. I've gone for the New, new Day. Day. Oh, you had me panic then. I don't like it when we go different, but we both started off New Day. Uh, I think the reasons being for me, like I said, they're a face team. Uh, and I think they're a, the better team of the, the two. Yeah, I think they are a better team than the Usos. And I would like to see them go on and, you know, feud with someone else. Uh, why have you got New Day for? Uh, yeah, again, you know, hopefully the tag team champions can keep hold of their titles and move on to different things. I think this feud is starting to get a bit stale. Even though both teams work really well together. Yeah, it's been fantastic chemistry, hasn't it? You know, one of the best matches at SummerSlam, these two. And I don't know how they're managing to to keep it fresh. It's just all the other things leading up to it. I think the matches are good. But like you say, the in-between stuff now, they've got to a certain point. It can't get any worse. And now inside Head in the Cell. The first time the tag team titles have been defended inside Head in the Cell. If that's wrong, I'll take it out. Uh, But like I said, we talk about the uh, the build-up for it. What, what, on, on recent times on SmackDown, it's just been back and forth, really, hasn't it? You know, there's not been any uh, anything kind of it. No. I think the best thing they've done is a rap battle, and that was a couple of months ago now. But it'd be interesting to see what New Day member is going to be the league uh, going to be in the match. As we see in the commentary team, Tom or Todd Phillips, Byron Saxton, and of course Corey Graves. Yes. And if anybody wonders why I say Corey Graves' name right, and not the other two, I like Corey Graves. <laughs> So Kofi Kingston's not in this match. Oh, so Kofi's decided not to be in it. And it's two on two, Woods and Big E. And that's a big ass for Woods. So here we go, the first ever tag team Hell in a Cell match. And look at this, both team outside get some weapons. Big E's got the chain in his hand. Um, yeah, Xavier Woods and uh, one of the Usos has got a kendo stick and the other Uso has got a steel chair. Oh, and there we go, the fight is on. And it's Big E... Irish ripping one of the Usos and oh, a huge back elbow there that gets caught from behind. And now it's two on one. The New Day trying to take advantage of the numbers early on. Here comes Woods, get reverse the Irish whip. Ducks under low. Oh, beautiful spinning fist. And he's got a serious look in his face. And Big E said it was all about destruction here tonight. New Day looking to finish it early. Moving the chairs and the chain. Well, he's got the chain in his hand now, Woods. Oh, my God. Wrapping his hands around. Of course, we saw a lot of violence between these two teams in the last match they had. The street fight. And Biggie picking Woods up. And Woods. Oh! <laughs> Just Will Barrett onto an Uso with the chain wrapped around his fist. And now Woods going for the pin, but oh, kick out. Uh-huh. And the Uso's really haven't had time to recover yet. And what's Biggie doing? Biggie loves to die through the ropes. Oh! Well, he also moved out of the way, and Biggie hit nothing but the cold, hard steel. Oh, follows it up, and mm-hmm. then he gets caught by oh Jay. My God, look at the flight there, and Uso taking out Xavier Woods. Tell you what, Jimmy and Jay still got a lot of fighting, and we thought it was over early on. And Jimmy Uso left flying over the top, and oh my God. Jimmy Uso there just got speared inside <laughs> to the side of Hell in the Cell. The punishment addition out in the early going is brutal. 
Well, this is awesome, Chance, and it is big bumps already. Oh, wait a minute. Biggie's giving giving Woods something. He's giving Woods Francesca, and that gets introduced. Oh, fucking hell. It gets snapped in half over Jay's midsection. And I don't think Woods is finished yet. Oh, right to the back. Another <laughs> trum- trombone trumpet. Well, it must be a sale on trombones at the moment. And Woods. Is that Francesca 3 or 4? Well, he looks to tee off. Oh! Well, whatever Francesca it is, it is now broken. Any more? <laughs> but kit of drums. Ba-dum, bum, <laughs> oh, what? He's got a cowbell. Well, I think he needs more cowbell down. Hey! Bet everybody did that joke. Woods playing a little tune. Oh, oh, plays a tune on the midsection of Jay and follows it up with an encore to the back. What other instruments they got? <laughs> oh, there we go. Oh, they you got talk- a gong. You talked about a rim shot earlier. Well, when the cymbals come crashing down the hurt inside. Gong. Would make sure it works. Oh. And he's trying to play a few tunes on Jay there. He's taking a lot of punishment. Yeah, Jimmy is out. Nowhere to be seen at the moment as they're going to look for maybe... Big ending. Oh! It's a chair thrown at him from Jimmy. <laughs> there is Jimmy. Oh! And now Biggie gets super kicked. Could this be it? Two. Oh! Well, Langston managing to kick out. Oh. And just like that. God. Uso's back in control. Or oh, Uso's in control maybe the first time. Uso crazy. Well, Kofi trying to get New Day fans behind them. Uh-oh. Jimmy and Jay have both got armed with kendo sticks. Oh, no, wait. He's going to turn it all on him. Uh-oh. He's got more than one now. Oh! They snap a kendo stick over the back of Big E. And now Jay Uso. Oh! Teeing off on the back of Big E. Snapping a second kendo stick on the back of him. Do you know how difficult it is to snap a kendo stick on the back of someone? And the Uso's done it twice. Oh, and now they've got the New Day kendo stick. Oh, no. And now Biggie's in serious trouble. Can chair Singapore Kano? <laughs> oh! Oh, can kendo stick concerto? <laughs> yeah, better can kendo stick. <laughs> and Biggie has been taken apart there by the Usos, who now go focus on Woods. This is a hardcore hell in a cell. Yeah, <laughs> well, anyway, it goes. This is very non-PG at the moment. I'm surprised someone's not wearing a crimson mask yet, though. Yeah. That was good. Just hitting the uh, side of the cell, make sure Kofi couldn't get in. Well, they're going to choke him out now. And you are saying, watch this. What are they doing? Choking him? Taking a page out of their father's book there with the uh, the big rear end. And then nowhere to go for Woods help with that kendo stick. And they're just a hard hand cell metal right behind his head. Uso's look comfortable here. And they're looking to win back. The WWE Smackdown tag team titles. This could be it now. Biggie can't even stand, has to use the rope. Oh, Biggie ducks the oncoming kendo stick, takes out Jay. Oh, big ending on Jimmy. No, no, he escapes over the ring ropes. And Jimmy letting Biggie come running in, catching him with a huge right hand. You know. Oh, both men in no man's land. Jimmy and Biggie in trouble. Oh, oh but Biggie shoves Jimmy into the uh, ring post. Now, what's Biggie going to do? Oh, oh he's going to run into a super <laughs> kick. That's what he's going to do. But Wood's still down as well, just trying to recover. 
<laughs> he was, though. You're a dick. I was going to say that anyway. And now Jimmy looks to finish off Big E Langston. Oh, oh. but gets caught. <laughs> Fuck! In hell. That's his own man! No, he lands on Xavier's. It's like kind of a backstabber. Oh, I thought he fucking went to do it on purpose. Oh, right. Is that called an Irinagi or something? Yeah, great move by Big E. Straight onto Woods. Yeah, look, Woods slides underneath. Catch him in a backstabber. (laughs) Okay, that is very innovative. That is a very special tag team move we're seeing here. It's very innovative. It is, Dan. And now Woods throwing in Jey Uso. And now Woods up to the top. Are we going to see it? Boom. Big ending. This has got to be it. There you go. One, One, two. two. Oh, Oh, my days. How did Jey manage to get back in there? (laughs) Well, a bit of a surprise there. That looked over and done with. But this match, there's still more left to it. And Biggie's not happy about being disturbed. <laughs> Is there more left to these guys, though? I don't know. They've been torn apart inside hell in a cell. I mean, look at the state of the Usos T-shirt. You know, that's all because. <laughs> Indeed. Yes, and Jay's been eliminated from the Royal Rumble. And there's more kendo sticks. Oh, my days. Five, six. Well, we six are. kendo sticks. Six. Ah, uh, ah, uh, ah. Uh. <laughs> we are. We're not talking about six as in one, two, three, kid. No, we Maybe the candle sticks were on sale this week. You know, we mentioned it earlier. As well as the trombones. Yeah, exactly. Trombone candle stick sale. You know, it's your favourite type. As Biggie now ripping the shirt of Jay Uso. And Wood's going to tee up. This is payback. Oh. Oh. That serves you right, Jay. They should have a kendo stick going through the cage into the corner, pinning them in the corner with, Woods, uh, with Kingston holding it. So, <laughs> fuck off! And now Woods putting a kendo stick in the corner to, to chase mouth, and Woods is not finished. Oh, he's got one for the midsection as well. This is like one a, for the lower part. Like a Punjabi prison hell in a cell patch. Well, I have never ever seen this before. This is certainly new stuff. And now, what can he do? He's stuck. It's two on one. Getting right in his face. Well, this is personal. And, well, the funny look might be because Woods is going to do something absolutely suicidal now. Jimmy across the stairs. Woods on the ring post. No, no, Woods. Oh, but Jay's managed to escape from his Punjabi prison hell. And now he's got a kendo stick. Oh, oh, Woods with a lovely cartwheel over the top, but runs into a super kick. And now the Usos have had enough playing games. Uh oh, here comes Jimmy. He's got longer hair. Oh, he's going to go suicide dive, but got caught by Big E. Been knocked for six. But Jimmy. Oh, oh. spinning in Seguri. Uh oh. Woods up on Jay's shoulders. What the fuck's going on there? Jay's got Big E, and we talk about precarious position. And what is Jimmy going to do? Flies head first into Big E. <laughs> and then Big E's got nowhere to go. The hard sell right behind him. It's taken out both of the Usos. I never. Fair play to New Day and Usos for actually fucking. Killing each other in this one. Yeah. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like, you might see some bumps, but these two teams and suicide dive. <laughs> Fucking shoulder straight into Big E. Big E's head goes back into that metal post, and, and they all just land in a crumpled yeah, heap. Still got to land as well. Unbelievable. Still, what a great way to I start think he actually game. inadvertently knees his brother in the head as well. Look, you watch his knee come in and bang. <laughs> Yeah, he holds his knee. Says, look what you did to my knee. <laughs> you hit by my knee, you yeah, dickhead. Exactly. 
Jimmy and Jay both looking to go up top to finish Langston. It's one Uso splash. Two so splash. <laughs> one, two. two. Oh. oh. Big E managing to kick out. Uh, Fuck knows how. I really don't know. What is it going to be? What is it going to take to put Big E down? Herculean effort by him. Uso's looking more and more impressive as, as months go on as well. I honestly don't know which way this is going to go now. The Uso's been so impressive. Come on, New Day. Where's Woods? Holy shit. <laughs> and now it looks like the Uso's got a game plan. They got handcuffs. They got handcuffs. This match has just gone to the extreme. I was going to do it with my Paul Heyman thing, but... <laughs> this match yeah. has just gone to the extreme. But I won't. You sound like a witch. You've got handcuffs on Big E, and they're going to tie him up. They're going to handcuff him into the corner. Well, it's not the first time Blackman's been handcuffed. Oh, no. Oh, wait a minute. They've got Woods and they're handcuffing his hands together. He's trying to fight out, but to no avail. And is he trying to be brought back to the ring or just choked out at the moment? Just laid out on those stairs in Big E. Has he been handcuffed together as well now? No. And they're going to crucify Xavier Woods? No. They're hanging him up on the ring post. He's got nowhere to go. Jesus Christ. Look at the marks on the Uso's back. Yeah, I see them. <laughs> and now Woods. Oh, he's going to have some marks across his chest. Nothing Woods can do at the moment. Oh, oh well. <laughs> he can lift a foot up to the head of Jimmy, but I think that's just pissing him off. Jimmy and Jay, brothers in arms. Oh, and they're both wailing away at Woods' chest. And there's nothing <laughs> Woods can do. He said, you didn't go this hard in the back. And Kofi... Looking on at his brother getting destroyed. And there's nothing Woods can do. Oh, they let him go, though. Oh, that's nice. Let him down. But he's handcuffed together. What damage can he do? As Big E has got no chance here. He's got no chance. Kendo stick. Look at that. Pointing in the direction of Big E. Here comes Jimmy. Oh. Oh. Woods chucks him over the top and he just snaps. The kendo stick out of Jay's hand. You bad motherfucker, Biggie. Oh! Grabs him by his beard. <laughs> and he's got him up. Oh! oh! Overhead belly to belly. And Big E now is turning up a notch, going outside to check on Jimmy. I say check on Jimmy. To beat Jimmy up. Got me like, he's got him. Oh! oh! Charges towards a cell with him on his shoulder and near enough puts him through it. But he's not finished with him because that was only one side of the cell. Oh, he's charging up. He's like a fucking <laughs> oh, rhino. Right. And he takes out both Jimmy and Jay. The next train coming to the station is a Biggie Langston. And he's just taken out both Usos. Throws Jimmy in. Straps come down. Well, that means Biggie means yeah. business. <laughs> is it going to be a big ending? The Jimmy! Boom. There you go. Hits it. One, One two, two. Oh. <laughs> Fucking how much more punishment do these fuckers want? Oh, he kicked out. And oh, Jay going super kick. Biggie caught him. And he's just bending his leg around the back of his head. Oh. But gets super kicked for his troubles. Oh. And a second one to the jaw. And now Jimmy and Jay going to load up. Dual oh. super kicks to Langston. And look at the way Biggie's legs fold out of him. And they're going to go for the, again, and the two-so splash. <laughs> Thank <laughs> he, you. Here comes Jimmy and Jay. Oh, oh, at the same time, 
one, two. two. <laughs> Woods with the save. <laughs> Barely <laughs> conscious, but he manages to save his partner. Well done, Woods. I was over and done with Len. And I'll tell you what, that is beautiful tag team by the Usos. Right on the mark, and there was no way Biggie was going to get shoulder up. And Woods, who's still handcuffed, <laughs> defensive tackled his way in. And what is it going to take? Well, I tell you what, Helen Sell's got a lot to live up to if all the matches are going <laughs> to be compared to this match right now. And now Woods in all sorts of trouble. Well, after his front got worked over, it looks like his... Oh, no. Kendo sticks all over Woods. And he's, he, oh. he's hulking up. He and is. He's going crazy. He's beating the Usos <laughs> with his chain. Well, it's not his chain. They handcuffed him. Like, Come on, it's not fair. And Jimmy but, grabs him. Yeah, and Jay's wailing away at his midsection with a kendo stick. How much punishment has he taken in this one? Well, not enough according to the Usos because they've just picked up a steel chair. This is this is crazy, but Woods... Still defiant. Exactly. One last strike, maybe, but it was worth it. There's now the chair set up on Woods. Oh, and now an Uso splash with a chair across his chest. And here come Jimmy and Jay... Uso, Tuso, Splash. That's it. Three. And new Tag Team Champions. Yeah, bit of a, a surprise here, but fair play to both teams involved. What an incredible effort. What a fantastic match. Dan, what are your thoughts on that? Absolutely fucking brutal, brilliant match. Yeah, it's... If all the matches are like this tonight, then it's going to be a shit-hot card. Well, we talked about their chemistry going into this one, but in Hell in a Cell, they've topped it. And it, it's one of the best Hell in a Cell matches that I've actually seen. Like, it never slowed down at any point. It was always ongoing. I mean, maybe you could argue too much use of a kendo stick, but even that, it had its impact, didn't it, you know? Showed the toughness of Big E and Woods. And, no, fantastic way to start the show properly. This is what tag team wrestling is all about the Usos now. They are five times champions now. Bloody hell, that is a lot of championships to win. And the Usos, they're incredible. Incredible stuff here at Hell in a Cell. What a way to start. Unfortunately, though, neither of us get the point there. But, I but think... fortunately, neither of us get a point. <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. So we'll move on. So they're going to have a filler match next, I'm sure. But we see AJ Styles backstage. And he said he's going to make the best of a bad situation. And quoting the late, great Tom Petty, he won't back down. Oh, so here comes Rusev. Rusev, motherfucker. Rusev, One of my favourite theme songs. Do you know that? But what I'm interested to know before we hear Randy Orton's entrance, Dan, what I'm really interested to know is uh, we'll talk about the build-up quickly. Uh, Rusev in desperate need of a win. Uh, SummerSlam beaten quickly by Randy Orton, even after the sneak attack. He has not come out on top at all. Rusev is desperate for a win. He's a, he's a great competitor. I really like Rusev. I don't know why they're doing this to him. And I think the Orton-Rusev thing, uh, the feud going on, is just something Orton does for the meantime. Uh, Rusev desperately needs to win. He looks like he's one of the Usos. He's <laughs> we got that look about him, hasn't he? He always thought he looked like Wolverine as well, but... Oh, that's when he had his sides burns. <laughs> yeah, but we've seen a recent relationship with him and Aiden English as well, so maybe that might come into play here tonight, but he's going to go against Dan's ultimate favourite, Randy Orton. 
Um, oh, listen, if you see what happened on SmackDown two weeks ago, Daniel, <laughs> you were telling me about this, getting yes. the key to the city, or getting the key to, key to Bulgaria, wasn't it, that he got? Key to his hometown city. Rusev Day! Happy Rusev Day! Boom! Oh! Good night, English. Oh, for sake. How many RKOs can one man be hit with? <laughs> So, Dan, your very favourite, but we know Rusev needs the win. The cheer that he gets every fucking time. Orton's entrance, fantastic. But, Dan, you can't halt the inevitable. Who have you gone for in this one? <sighs> I've gone for Randy Orton. This one. Well done, that man. Well done, because Rusev desperately needs a victory, but every time you go for Orton, he seems to lose. So I was hedging my bets, and I've gone Randy Orton as well. So I, I can't, do you know what I mean? It was one of those things <laughs> where I, I kind of guessed. Well, not kind of guessed for you. It, it's one of those, isn't it? You know, Orton, <laughs> it's another moot point, because if Orton doesn't get the win, like Rusev should get the win, then we, we don't, there's no point. So it's getting to serious business now, you know what I'm saying? So, but it'd be interesting to see what happens in this matchup as well, because like, like, joking aside, Rusev needs a win, doesn't he? He does indeed, yeah. <laughs> but if Rusev does get the win, I think it's going to be with help from English. Yes, yeah. I, I think it definitely should be. I mean, we see how many people it took uh, Jinder Mahal to retain the title. But it should be an interesting matchup. I mean, keys to victory, Dan. What does Randy Orton have to do? He wants to beat Rusev. Hit an RK out of anywhere. Well, Just be his tight-ripped self. Rusev has been very uh, deceptible to the RKO, and he's got a... He's got to use this unique brand of offence that Rusev has got, you know, that kind of power. We don't see enough for him as he goes for the kick. And Orton! Oh, looking for an RKO to start the match off with. And Rusev backs away like the coward that he is. Well, Rusev sent packing. And he's saying, uh, 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 not today. Not going to happen. Will we see an RKO match with Randy Orton? What are they doing with Randy Orton and Dan? What are your thoughts on him this year? Um... Well, I, f I just think they're keeping him busy until his next title opportunity, I believe. You know, because unlike unlike John Cena, who's been around for the same time, Cena gets booed, Randy Orton gets cheered. You can't dispute that. Um, you know, Cena's taken a lot of time off. Randy's only had time off due to injuries, which as of recent has not been that much. No, it hasn't, to be fair. And uh, one thing I will say, like, it's not dig at Orton, but I didn't know if there's the chairs. I know there's some kids there, but I think there is some empty chairs there. It's a bit of a weird position to be put in after Hell in a Cell match, isn't it, for Orton? You, you know? shut your dirty whore mouth. Well, no, I'm just saying, you know, to be nah. put there. I know Orton, you know, will get that reaction that everybody wants. Uh, but to put this match right after, I think it's a little bit unfair, but at least it's not the women's match. I think Orton's good enough, but I don't want to see him challenging for the WWE title again, Doom. I want him to see get like a a proper personal personal feud or have Randy Orton that I've said for ages just going around RKOing people because what is wrong with that, you know? Brock Lesnar, Suplex City, Randy Orton, just RKO everybody, you know what I mean? Everybody. That, you know, uh, 205 Live and fucking Enzo More's there spouting off some shit all of a sudden. Oh, I'd love it. <laughs> Orton comes out, bang. RKO. RKO and he's going to try and DDT Rusev. Always oh, looking for the suspension deed of a bit wise to it now. Flips Orton over the top rope and hangs him up. Oh. Oh, and then sends him crashing into the barricades. And Orton there, like we talked about injury before, problems with his shoulder, if I remember. That might have been re-injured there by the power of Rusev. I'm so glad I didn't go Rusev now. I'm so close and I thought, no, actually, Orton it. Orton it up. What's, What's up, my love? 
That's why I've gone Dolph Ziggler later. Well, I had the R written out, and I was like, oh, and I came back to it, and I was like, no, fuck it. I'm going with Randy Orton. Oh, fair play to you, fair play. <coughs> but that might be a problem now, because Rusev, full away slam, Randy Orton, right against the barricade. Goes for the cover. Two. Two. Oh. He kicked out. Oh. But not a lot of power in the kick out. Not as powerful as Mojo Rawley's earlier, was it? Do you know what I mean? Oh, like, no. Yeah, remember when you say that, were you? Anyway, Randy Orton now get beaten down by Rusev. Come on, Rusev. This is not good for you, though. I'd rather get the pin and none of us get a point, to be fair, because I think Rusev, it's almost like if him and Bray Wyatt would have a match on pay-per-view, it would end in a draw because neither could possibly win. Yeah. <laughs> I think Bray may have been a little bit more successful than Rusev, but if I'm Rusev here... I'm thinking, what are you doing with me? Because, I mean, rumour has it, Dan. Rumour has it. Now, before the whole Jinder Mahal, it was the, the original plan was for Rusev to have the WWE title. He was meant to come back at Money in the Bank. Of course, Orton was champion. Then they changed it up with Jinder. It's really effective, Rusev, because, like you say, he's not been competitive on pay-per-view, has he, recent times? No. And is there anyone more misused than Rusev? That's what I'm saying. I don't think there is. Because if we look, we look at the history of Rusev, even back when he was... On top of the cards, so to speak, US champion. He's still losing to Cena every yeah. fucking month, well, he, you know. So, but again, you know, he started off. He came in as uh, a Bulgarian brute. He was ass kicking. It took four people to eliminate him from his first Raw Rumble. Okay. You know, he was coming in as a monster, and then you know he's just kind of slowed down. He was what part of the League of Nations? Yeah. Boring. No, I know. Yeah. Um, you know, and he's always been tied up with someone. But- I think having Lana in his corner was probably the better bet. But the thing is, Lana used to get getting cheers as well, so they wanted to change that, didn't they? You know. Yeah. But Rusev's a great athlete. We see there a beautiful spin kick and all, and only getting a two count. But it's two count. Two. <laughs> but it's one of those though that you said about Rusev many a couple of years ago, and I, I disagree. The kind of Vladimir Kozlov route that he's and it with and like with English and all this kind of thing I'm seeing recently. I think they're well, so picking old. up the key to his city. What kind of monster picks up a key I, to his I city? I know, I know. And this is not the Rusev. We do, you know, we don't want to see the human Rusev unless he's going to go face. But he's got Randy Orton on the outside. A bit of trouble. Oh, but Orton ducks a clothesline attempt and hangs, Rutten up on the, uh, hangs Rusev up on the barricade. Oh, my God. And Oh, I was about to say, Rusev might be seriously injured. Well, he comes out with a clothesline. Clothesline Randy to them wafer-thin mats below. Well, you know how thin... Those mats are. We spoke Wafer. about them in length before. <laughs> but it is interesting. I can't remember the last paper. We did have so many favourites on the show. You know what I mean? We have got Orton now yeah. for you. Shame that he couldn't have the Shield reunion <laughs> at the main event. That would have been <laughs> the boner. And Rusev can't keep Orton down. And we've seen this Exactly. Happen. You know, saying favourites. We had Mojo for you. <laughs> we've had uh, the, the ever-impressive New Day and Usos. For the both of us, yeah. we've had Orton. Well, we've got Orton. Rusev as well, I'm, I'm a fan. Do you know what is one funny thing? And I will say to anybody listening now, one thing I said on the WNR 125 was every single wrestler, when we said the name, I said, and I'm a fan of them. <laughs> I'm a fan of them. I said it to everyone. <laughs> and actually, I'm a fan of Victoria, do you know? <laughs> but I'm a fan of Rusev as well, though. So, you know, it is good to see him in action. I just hope... You're like a fan slut. I know. You just give it away for free. But I've only got like three guys, haven't I? So, three I've men. three guys. Three and two of them here tonight. And one woman. Yeah, you've got, you definitely got one woman. Yeah, I'll, I'll give you the one woman. 
You're telling me. <laughs> Back to the match. Orton in the turnbuckle. Rusev's going to come running in. Oh, but Orton sidesteps. Rusev hits nothing but ring post. Oh, you we are doing a wrestling match here, Dan. The match has started. <laughs> yeah, exactly, yeah. Rather than fucking have a go at James Day. It's not Rusev Day, is it? Anyway, Rusev getting to his feet. And Orton looks a bit uh, punch drunk. No, he was just luring Rusev into a full security. Rusev going for punches, but Orton's just blocking him, hitting a few rights of his own. Well, it's not even yay-nay punches, it's just yay-yay-yay-yay. And a nay-knee. Yeah, nice knee. Nice nay-knee there by Rusev. Going to run towards Orton now. Oh, but Orton clotheslines him. Oh, God. But Rusev getting back up. This is not helping because it happens near enough for everyone. Randy Orton matches. Oh, looking for his spinning power slam, but... Rusev again, wise to it, yeah, hangs onto the rope. And it scouted. Oh, Orton going for another RKO and hits his power slam there. Goes for the cover. Two. Oh. But Rusev managing to kick out. Ah. It's just like you should be saying, but when he was doing that pin just then, especially the shiny new trunks he's got, I saw something flashing at me. He's changed it into like Triple H trunks now, hasn't he? I can see my face in them pants. <laughs> <laughs> well, Randy or Rusev, why would you do that? What? Why would anyone do that? Why would, why would you go to the apron? Unless, like you said, he's lulling him in as Orton's going to go. I think he missed it earlier. He did. He got tossed over the top ropes. But this time, no chance. Oh, no. Rusev again steps through the ropes, picks up Orton. Oh, oh. Big fall away slam there. All the way across the ring for Randy Orton, but he's back on his feet for Rusev. Is. Oh. oh, but a super kick to the head or oh, spinning kick to the head. Come on, Rusev, get the pin. Goes for the cover. One, One two, two, three. No way. You're not going to put the legend killer down <laughs> that easily. Well, Rusev, uh, well, Randy Orton kicked out. Uh-huh. Rusev, crash! Yes. <laughs> uh, this is the Rusev we know and love. Machka. Put the accolade in, this will be over and done with. Kick to the bottom of the back. Oh, tries hooking Orton up, but Orton wisely using his intelligence and wherewithal to roll to the outside, away from the danger. And it gives him a chance to get his breath back as well. Yeah, brilliant strategy, brilliant strategy by Randy Orton. And here comes Rusev running round the ring. Oh, oh runs round with a big kick. The Orton sells things so well. <laughs> well, that might knock the front tooth out, and Rusev now screams. Finish him. I hate heels who take too long. Great offensive move there. Come on, throw him back in. Tosses. Well, no, he throws him back in. Come on. And Rusev. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, off the top. No, he's not. Rusev, second. Come on, Orton. Second row. Come on, Orton. Rusev. Get up. No, he's going to crash him. Rusev. Rusev day. Happy Rusev day. Oh, Oh. I thought he was going to fucking hit him with the RKO from that. (laughs) Well, Orton moved. That's good selling by Rusev. Ah! That's terrible. <laughs> terrible. R- Rusev went chest first into the canvas, giving Orton a chance to recover. And again, <laughs> Rusev goes to the apron. What are you doing? Why? This time, third time lucky, a kick oh. to the head for good measure. Drop him on his head, Orton. Boom! Oh. Delaying it. Pound the canvas. Oh, dear. Randy Orton get the crowd into it. So, and he does as well, yeah, no, successfully. Crowd popping. Oh. Pound that, Matt. 
Anything you like to pound? Oh, wait a minute. Randy Orton. I thought Rusev would pop to his feet, but he's dead weight. Oh. oh. Grabbed hold of Orton, rolls through and applies the accolade, but Orton goes through his legs. No! Yes! Oh. Pin that man! RKO to Rusev. No! One, two, <laughs> would you do three! That? <laughs> For the first time this year, Dan gets Randy Orton's match right. Yes! <laughs> No, it's not. I know you've got one right before, but... Oh, that's a shame, isn't it? I Didn't mean, I pick him winning the Royal Rumble or something like that? You did pick him winning the Royal Rumble. And more importantly, Dan, right at this moment, you picked him to win now. Uh, I don't think it was a bad match. It wasn't, no. But again, you know, it was no easy feat following that hellacious Hell in a Cell match. Yeah. But if anyone, you know, he's still got a great response from the crowd, as he always does. I would like to have seen probably a bit more of a better RKO out of nowhere. Yes, yeah. But, you know, again, from going between his legs from the accolade to hitting an RKO, and he hits it so well. And, again, you know, some might argue that he's getting over the hill, but he's still pulling out the Ws. Yeah, right. But this is a question as a diehard Randy Orton fan, what a truthful answer. Did Randy Orton need that victory tonight? He doesn't, no. No, he didn't. I mean, Rusev deserved... To get at least a win. I know Orton won, you know. I'll I, I tell you what I don't want. I don't want Orton Mahal again. Do you know no. what I mean? Oh, no. In, in, no matter what fucking happens in a title match or even if, you know what I mean? Win Orton or Nakamura. Yes. I'd, yeah, I'll take that. Yeah. Well, Nak- Orton wins the title from Nakamura and then Rude challenges him. Oh. <laughs> i tell you what, if it's Rude Orton WrestleMania, there will be a fight. <laughs> there will be a fight at the end of it. But anyway, our next... WWE pay-per-view that we're going to watch will be WWE TLC. It's only two weeks away. And uh, like we said, the big thing happening there is the debut of Oscar. And maybe, possibly, depending on what happens on Monday Night Raw, we'll bring you the results after this pay-per-view of uh, maybe The Shield. Maybe. Maybe The Shield. And this is what you want. Kurt Angle, KFC. Is that, is that a chicken with Kurt Angle, is it? Is that Heath Slater? Is that what Heath Slater's doing now? Dressing up as a fucking chicken? No, it's not Kurt. Kurt stood there at that fucking Oh, podium. yeah, hang on a minute. It's two of them. Kurt, Colonel. <laughs> well, what it means for predictions means, Dan, you do get the point, as do I. So that's the point of peace. We are on two points all. Two. Going into the rest of the card. Will we have any changes here as we see Shane McMahon backstage I think looking a bit pensive here tonight. Is he ready to defy... He's focused. Is that, he's focused, but is he ready to defy gravity here tonight? Again? So, they're talking about US title. I guess that is next. And, of course, Dan, what happened last Tuesday? You mentioned it in the last pod. Uh, last Tuesday, Ty Dillinger got a shock upset win over Baron Corbin. So, that means... Well, and we saw what happened earlier in kickoff as well. Yeah, we see Ty Dillinger, you know, explaining to Daniel Bryan, look, you know, I'll beat him. And he needs to go in that match tonight. I think it's a crazy yes, 10 chant these two men could have. They're chant 10 yes, 10 yes, 10 yes. <laughs> Daniel Bryan, always entertaining. We saw it earlier in the kickoff. Like I said, him exchanges him and Ty Dillinger. And here comes the Eight, perfect nine, 10. 10. 10. And listen to the action of Ty Dillinger. I hate that stupid collar jacket he wears to the He's, ring now. He, he hasn't afforded a new kit for two years, bless him, all right? Let's hope he makes it on SmackDown he can have some new uh, entrance attire. 
but the perfect 10 makes it on a WWE pay-per-view. So, James, while we're listening to the Portuguesers, <laughs> before AJ Styles' entrance, yes. would you like to uh, share with me who you have gone for in this US title championship match? It's a difficult one. Because like we say, we probably say it, but it's a difficult one because we talked about Rusev, needing a victory, didn't get it. We talked about Bray Wyatt. One man who's been as mistreated as that has been Baron Corbin. But being a triple threat match with Ty Dillinger involved, I think for me, I've still got to go for the one and only, the phenomenal Baron, Baron Corbin. Corbin. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I've got to go. Well, again, this was a match that was hard for me to choose from. And it made it even harder when Todd Dillinger was introduced into the fold. But I have to say I've gone for the lone wolf, AJ Styles. AJ Styles! You know, AJ Styles. So there is going to be a difference here. Do you know saying? I'm going Ty to... Dillinger's going to win it now. I know. If Ty Dillinger wins, that'd be brilliant. Because <laughs> I've seen this. If anything improves with predictions as well, it means you and me are touch tight at the moment. And any any mistake, it only took one mistake last month for the pay for you for you to win it, even though you were more worried about Enzo winning the Cruiserweight title. Let's hope Mojo doesn't somehow cash in here tonight. But <laughs> Cash in is uh, Andre Jarman <laughs> Memorial Battle Royale. And we see Baron Corman come out with a new theme song. Theme tune. Why have you gone AJ Styles for in this one? Again, you know, the way Baron Corbin's been mistreated, I just think it's going to be a continuing trend. Corbin, I think, has got more long-term potential than Rusev has in the WWE. They didn't think he was ready for money in the bank, but to give him the US title, I think not only that, the Baron Corbin US title feud with Dillinger maybe, or someone a bit lower down, and then you can free up AJ for people like Nakamura, like Bobby Roode. But don't like, you think, like, seeing as though a Hill's just won a tag team title match, do you not think a Hill winning the US title match, a Hill being world heavyweight champion? And, and, and mate, possibly a Hill winning in the main event as well. Too many bad guys winning. I think you're right, Dan, but this is what it comes down to. The kind of WWE mould type wrestler in Baron Corbin, right height, the right size. The right height. The right height. You've got someone like maybe Ty Dillinger, who's someone, you know, of that size, who, how would he, would how he would be treated on the main the roster. The ultimate underdog. Yeah, exactly. And then you've got AJ Styles, which in my mind, in, in my opinion, AJ is, without doubt, the best wrestler because he pulls out performance after performance after performance. I dare you, Dan, to tell me last time you saw a bad AJ Styles match. I dare you. It's this. You know, there isn't one. No. And you finally have a good match with Jinder Mahal if he retains over Nakamura later as well. Or Nakamura AJ WWE title. Anyway, we're talking about United States title here. But the question is, Dan, does AJ Styles deserve more? But then they shouldn't give him too much more because then the fans will turn on him. Do you think they will, though? I think, you know, keep the US title for a little while. You know, I know he's, he's an impressive performer and he's that, but I think, you know... He needs to earn what he gets as opposed to just keep giving, getting given yeah. it. Yeah, no, I, I agree with you there. And that was brilliant. It looked like the three was just going to lock up and then Ty and AJ turned to Corbin. We should say, you know, three of these men recent to WWE would be fair, wouldn't it, past couple of years? Yeah. Two of them come in the <clears throat> NXT, NXT champions. Indeed, yes. And, uh, you know, 
two of them made their main roster debut in the Royal Rumble. Yeah, they did. As AJ and Ty now are going to surround Baron Corbin. I think this is the best. This is the best game plan. Oh, Corbin runs into the ring, but gets quickly tracked down by Styles and uh, Dillinger. Uh, I love the fact Ty's involved. He's fan- He's a great. Ta- I've, I've liked Ty Dillinger for a very long time. It's nice to him get the opportunity. If he can pull the upset victory, then. And now him and AJ are going to team up on Corbin. Oh, and they're both eliminating from the Royal Rumble. Dillinger looking for a cheeky roll-up. And now it's on between these two guys. And now AJ... I think this would be a great match. I think it will be, because AJ... Just between these two. AJ doesn't have a bad match, though. So he goes for the pin. Ty rolls out again. And oh, oh, side Russian leg sweep there. We don't see that much often. And now Ty going to go for the cover, but oh, the US champ kicks out at one. Oh, one. <laughs> But all how they present Dillinger, isn't it? Like, so if they leave him as the guy to get pinned and look like a bit of a loser, it won't be a good thing. But if they look like he can hold it with AJ Styles in the ring and someone as intimidating as Baron Corbin. Because let's not forget, even with losses, Corbin is still going to be WWE champion one day. But he might not be a US champion if AJ keeps delivering those moves. <coughs> Indeed, yes. <coughs> Beautiful chocolate by AJ on the button. In a park and Baron Corbin takes out stars as he looks to run the ropes. He just throw him into his knee as well. Yeah. <laughs> well, Corbin doesn't care. Yeah, I want Ty to win now. <laughs> yeah. Ty or AJ. <laughs> and you got two to one chance, you know what I mean? Two chances to so one. So have you though. And Ty back in the corner. He's going to oh. go for the ten punches. No. But gets hung up on the top rope by Corbin and punched down to the way for Finn Matz on the outside. And now it's Styles' turn to have a go at Corbin. And now AJ with a chop to Corbin trying to chop the big redwood down. Oh. oh. But Styles, we know he's a, a former professional NFL footballer and he just ran through AJ Styles as if he was a linebacker. And AJ going to go for another one of those beautiful drop kicks. But Corbin swats him out the sky as if he was just a little fly. Yeah, or a moth in Dan's hands. And Dillinger on the apron gets knocked down by Corbin. It's all cool. I think Corbin wants to beat AJ Styles one-on-one. We've seen in the build-up to this, haven't we? Corbin saying, I can beat you, AJ. And about Corbin's recent defeats. Big right hand from Corbin and he just puts uh, Styles into a corner and he kicks him down. Mm. Styles now going to go and look at the strength. Days, he just threw him halfway across the ring. And look how impressive Corbin looks in AJ's hands. It's incredible what kind of worker he is as well. well Baron Corbin is the man who eliminated, once eliminated Braun Strowman from the Royal Rumble. Yeah, you can't. You, I'm, you, I'm pulling out everything been, from the Rumbles. Have you watched a lot of Rumbles recently? Yeah. <laughs> Not oh, going to lie. But Ty dodges Corbin. Oh, monkey flips Styles over, but Styles lands on his feet. Gets taken out by Corbin. And AJ gets flipped onto Ty. Oh, my days. And now Corbin... Oh, throws Styles into the ring post. Ribs first. And when you say, all oh my days, Baron Corbin might be looking for the end of day soon to finish off Ty Dillinger. Oh, no, but stomp in the corner. Working him down now. And he can't when he's got the chance, but he needs to kind of finish Ty. Quickly, you need to finish him as quickly as possible, otherwise AJ's going to get back in. <laughs> and Corbin... Work on Ty Dillinger. Who will leave here? United States champion Corbin slowing it down to the pace that he likes. Then I think the amount of offence Corbin has, it's looking to go against him. At the moment, it is. He's been dominant in this. Well, apart from the first couple of minutes, like I say, yeah, he's been dominant. And Ty Dillinger's been the one worked on. But I think I just saw AJ getting up to the uh, apron, even. 
Indeed, yes. Oh, but he gets quickly wiped out by Corbin. <laughs> and he's saying, yeah, this is your champ right here. But this is what he did against John Cena at SummerSlam, taking too long, taking his eye off the prize and not getting the job done. And as you say that, Ty Dillinger starts fighting back with a few punches to the midsection. But again, Corbin with a big spinning back elbow takes Dillinger out before he could get off the mark. Now Baron Corbin going to go to the outside. Turning his attention to AJ Styles. Looking to run Orton into the barricade. Orton, Orton. Uh, Sorry, I got Randy on the brain. Looking to run Styles into the barricade, but Styles blocks it and sends Corbin shoulder first into the barricade, it looks like. And now Corbin, a little bit, doesn't know what's going on. Corbin doesn't know what's going on a little bit, but can't get the Irish whip. Oh, Styles looking to Irish whip Corbin into the barricade, but Corbin, the strength again, and he just turns it around and throws Styles into the opposite barricade. He's smirking. He hasn't got a cigarette in his gob, he's just got a smile on his face. And now Corbin back in to finish Ty, but it's Ty recovered. Ooh. Oh, he looks to go for a kick, but gets caught. Delivers a big elbow and a couple of Ric Flair-like knife-edge chops across the chest. Come on, Dillinger, bring it home. It's Corbin versus Irish Whip. Oh, but gets caught with a kick to the gob, and again, just one big right hand from Corbin downs Dillinger. And he's trying to get the cover, but no. Oh. And Barry Corbin looking at the fans. I would say at the moment, surprisingly, this triple threat match has been the slowest match of the night. It is, yeah. And Corbin's got the submission and Ty Dillinger. Oh, my word. Just wrenching that neck. Well, in a minute, he's going to rip his head off his shoulders. That's the strength of Baron Corbin. Elephant. Or F1. AJ back in the apron, though. Oh, a couple of big shoulders to the midsection of Corbin. Oh! But again, looking to jump over the top rope and gets caught with a big uppercut from Baron. AJ has the ability to look like a rag doll when he goes down as well. It's, it's quite, it's crazy. Not to the outside yet again. Styles has hardly had a looking in this match. It's looking good for me. Well, oh, but Dillinger fighting back. He's fighting back, folks. Well, not for long because Corbin just kicks him into a corner and starts wailing the crap out of him. Well, of course, no disqualification in this match, so it doesn't matter how long he stays in the corner. Goes for a cover. Ooh. Oh, but Dillinger managing to kick out. Ah. Ty Dillinger. He's not really been in this match, and as I say that... <laughs> he gets thrown out of the match. <laughs> and now Corbin looks to turn his attention to Styles. Well, what can the phenomenal one do at the moment? The lone wolf looking to finish him off. Oh. But with Styles playing a bit of possum. Hello, possum! And he's ducking everything the Golden Gloves champion can deliver. Well, that is fantastic by AJ. And now he's going with a combination. <laughs> Big lefts and rights from Styles. He's going to Irish rip Corbin, but Corbin's got the power to reverse it. Oh, looking for a Samoan drop, but Styles with his lovely knee punch kick spinning elbow combo. Oh! And takes Corbin <laughs> down with a big lariat. Well, there was power in that. And AJ Styles. Can he get his phenomenal forearm out? Well, I think he's definitely turned the momentum in this match. He wants to pick up Corbin, wants to hurt him a little bit more. Oh, looking to lift the big weight of Corbin. I don't know if that's the greatest idea, especially <coughs> with AJ being worked on, but oh! Hits him with a step up in Seguri instead. He's better doing that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, don't hit moves. Just hit. Oh! Oh, running the ropes and hitting a big forearm. And AJ Styles is in control. Ninja is nowhere to be seen. 
Can he get the Styles clash in? No, not on someone Corbin's side, surely. Don't call me Shirley, but it looks like he's going to attempt it. Oh, Corbin powering out and looking to eliminate Styles from the Royal Rumble. No, but AJ held on to that top rope. Cat-like ability. Oh, and drops the rope so Corbin goes to the outside. Knees him in the face. <laughs> Phenomenal forearm. Two tie dealing. Ah. Oh. Well, Halo just used Corbin's momentum against him twice there. Do you know what I mean? Letting him run yeah. in. And Dillinger, he's got AJ. Oh. oh, hangs him up on the top right and then chucks him over his shoulder. Ten. 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 <laughs> Could this so... be the tiebreaker? <laughs> Dillinger is going to put AJ Styles away. Surely not. Don't go me Shirley. Perfect ten punches in the corner. Ten. Five. Ten. 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 And delivers the number 10 to Corbin's head. And now he places AJ up. All the way up top. Ooh. That is a bone shake of those chops. And Dillinger is finding the energy from somewhere. Looking for a superplex. Go on, Ty. Yeah, fair play to him. He's got AJ all the way up. No. Oh, but Styles slips between the legs, takes his feet from underneath him. Oh. oh, but gets a one-man flapjack. Oh. Knee to the head. That's it. One, two. Oh. <laughs> Styles just managing to kick out. Oh. And this is probably the longest run of offense Ty Dillinger's had in this match. Yes. Come on. Ten. Finish him. Ten. Finish Ten. him. Finish him. Ten. Finish him. Ten. Now Ty's got momentum on his side. Corbin, nowhere to be seen at the moment. Can he finish off AJ Styles? What a night. What a moment for Ty. And he drops the right knee pad. This can only mean one thing. Well, it is Ty picking up AJ Styles. Got him on his shoulders. Oh, oh Styles reverses it. Styles clash. Oh, no. Oh. No. Dillinger manages to power out of it. Styles with a backslide turns it round. <laughs> Beautiful reversal into the Styles but clash. But Dillinger's still managing to kick out. Oh, oh no. Calf crusher. No. Tap, 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 Phenomenal forearm. And Corbin might be out. Might be knocked out the outside now. It could be just Ty and AJ, but Ty Dillinger, that calf, is in all sorts of trouble. All three men looking to try and get back to a <laughs> vertical base. Some people call him a magician. But will his United States title disappear tonight? Ah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Corbin. Oh. Throwing Styles into the ring post, but unable to capitalise on it. And now Baron Corbin. Could this be the end of days for Dillinger? Oh, no! roll up. One, two. No! Oh, but Corbin managing to kick out. Oh, that's how he beat him on SmackDown. Corbin picks him up. Oh! Rolls for again. One, two. No! Oh, but again, Corbin managing to kick out. Uh, Corbin runs to the corner. Gets caught by Ty. Oh. End of days. No, deep six by deep Baron. Deep six by Corbin. Deep six by Baron Corbin. But AJ catches him from behind with a forearm. Oh, now he gets caught on the top. And oh. <laughs> fucking hell. One, two, kick oh. out. 
Yes. Well, AJ Styles went for the phenomenal forearm. Corbin caught him, managed to choke slam him, turn it to a backbreaker, and that couldn't get AJ down. And what another great match it's been. I, I can't argue with it. <laughs> it certainly has, yeah. It's been a on the edge of your seat kind of stuff. <clears throat> and which way will it end? Baron which Corbin? way will it go? Which way, which way will it go? go? Corbin, which way is he going to go? Is he going to go AJ or Ty? Well, he starts off with Styles. And then oh. Dillinger, back to AJ, but no. AJ ducks. Oh. oh, AJ takes out Dillinger runs and all, Corbin. Runs all the way to the other corner. Like, AJ Dillinger now. ducks, <laughs> takes out Corbin. Oh, what a chop. Takes out, oh no, no runs into Styles' foot. Oh. Super kick to Corbin. Oh. Big boot to Styles. <laughs> Pele kick to t- Dillinger. No, Dillinger Two. falls on Corbin. Oh, <laughs> fucking hell. That was too close. Too <laughs> close. <laughs> Fucking hell. Ty Dillinger nearly became the accidental United States champion. Without even realising it. <laughs> Shit. That was brilliant play by the way. That was. That was. Fair play to him. Lovely little exchange there. The fans like it. We're enjoying it. Now Ty Dillinger and AJ Styles using each other to help... Uh, using the other one to help each other up. Oh. Oh. Well, Styles dodging Corbin's onslaught. Yeah, but he's come running in. He hung himself up on the ring post and took Ty Dillinger down. So Ty's out the ring and that's just AJ on the eight. He's going to get caught with a deep fucking okay. end of days. Here we go. Oh, oh. 450. <laughs> Pin that man. One, One two. two. Broken yeah. up by Dillinger. Ty Dillinger. Fair play to you. Still in this match. Come on, Ty. Corbin rolls out. Oh, bump. And now it's him and AJ. Oh, ten. (laughs) Beautiful chops by Ty. But, oh my word. Styles with his big combination hitting Dillinger in that uncovered knee. I think Dillinger managed to parry it somehow. And AJ now. Oh, gets him up onto his... Onto the, his shoulders, but Styles too close to the ropes. Oh no! Come on, come on, come on, come on, and come on! Time trouble, phenomenal forearm, pow! Oh. Right in the kisser, pin him. Oh, what the fuck, Corbin? Baron Corbin, bang! No! Oh, knocks AJ out the ring. One, two, two. cunt. <laughs> and Baron Corbin wins the US title, capitalising on that, taking AJ out the w- ring. We have a new US champion, Baron fucking Corbin. But what a great match it turned out to be. What a great match, though. Terrible. <laughs> nah. uh, yeah, you know, it was on the edge of its, on the edge of the seat kind of stuff. It still leaves things open for Styles and Corbin, obviously, because Styles with his rematch and he didn't get pinned. Yes, yeah, you're right about that. It was Ty Dillinger who did get pinned, but Corbin finally wins gold in the WWE and it is the United States Championship and I think it was a great effort by all three men weren't expecting a lot from Corbin but the end of that the last like five minutes or so really really good it certainly picked up yeah and like I said AJ Styles protected so uh, that kind of works out but what it does mean though but (laughs) what it does mean is that Dan I go three two up on this pay-per-view, but we are only halfway through. So, two title matches, two title changes. Yeah, will we see any more here? I mean, we've got another, what, 
two championships on the line. The women's title match and, of course, Shinsuke Nakamura trying to become WWE champion against Jinder Mahal. And who can forget the huge main event match, the debut of Bobby Roode on SmackDown pay-per-view. What? It's huge. Everybody's waiting for it. Yes, Dan. Up next for the WWE SmackDown Women's Championship it is the champion Natalia going against Charlotte. And let's have a look at the promo. It's good to be back. I personally want to thank everyone for their thoughts and prayers while my dad's been sick. Ric Flair has been battling health issues. He underwent successful surgery. Rick is resting comfortably. However, he remains in critical condition. It's been an emotional six weeks, literally life and death. But my dad is making a comeback. The nature boy, woo, is back up and running. Thank you for all the love and support. When I was away, I learned a valuable lesson. Life is fragile, and that's why you have to make the moments count. So from here on out, I'm going to make every moment as big as possible for me and my dad. Charlotte, we are all so happy that your dad is doing better. But now it's time to focus on something more important. Tonight is a celebration, guys, of all women. By focusing on one woman. I am Natalia. I am wrestling royalty. The queen of black hearts. Not the best there is, the best there was. I will be your SmackDown Women's Champion forever. Natty. I'm actually glad you interrupted me thanking all these people. You want to know why? Because I'm here to challenge you for that SmackDown Women's Championship. In tonight's main event, we will have Naomi... Becky Lynch, Tamina, and the returning Charlotte Flair in a fatal four-way match. First woman to gain pinfall or submission is the winner. Who is going to earn an opportunity to challenge Natalya for the SmackDown Women's title? Charlotte with a boot. You have to make the moments count. Charlotte scrambles into the cover. Charlotte got it. The queen earns herself an opportunity to once again sit in the throne as women's champion. I will defeat Natalia, proving that Flair is always going with a goal. Talk is cheap. Show me that you're Rick Flair's daughter. Show me that you're the best. I'm actually begging for you to prove it to me. The hearts and the players once again are going to tangle a hell in a cell. All right, so what did I think of the build-up to this match? Well, it's an interesting question. I don't like it, and I'm here. I don't like it when WWE take advantage of something that happened maybe outside the world, i.e. Rey Mysterio's world title run with Eddie Guerrero, or, you know, um, and the Ric Flair thing's really on the line for me because he was in a serious condition, and I kind of played it into the storyline now of having Charlotte Flair involved with Natalia. Yes, Charlotte won the uh, 
Fatal Four Way match to become number one contender, and they're kind of bringing up the old flair heart thing that before. I mean, these two girls had these two women had a fantastic match in NXT, one of Charlotte's very early going. So I'm expecting this to be a good match. Uh, but again, I'm not being a huge fan of the build up. But damn, prediction wise, who have you gone for in this match? I'm starting to regret this now. I've gone for a new women's champion, Charlotte. Woo! I have on for Charlotte. Charlotte as well. Uh, but not necessarily, I want to say it's not necessarily as like outright winner because Natalia, I think a title reign, you know, a little bit too short might take the easy way out. I mean, like, you know, run away, count out, and then continue the feud as well, didn't you? You know, so that's a possibility. But I think Charlotte, why do you think Charlotte is going to win this one for? Just like with Rey Mysterio, you know, winning uh, the heavyweight championship in the Royal Rumble off the back of Eddie Guerrero's death. I think she's going to do it in memory of her father. Well, do you think Natalia, talk about her for a second, do you think she's a worthy diva, uh, women's champion? Um... Well, uh, let's take you back to our uh, our top list there. And uh, Natalia, has she been on the top 25? No. No, exactly. What? <laughs> exactly. She's not worthy of it. Yeah, but she's not worthy of this, but is she a worthy champion? You, as women's champion, do you say, oh, yeah, she she deserves to be women's champion? There's better there that could hold the title. Well, the question is what they're doing with Naomi. Have they forgotten about Naomi now and they're going to let Charlotte... Uh, take that spot because it looked like Naomi Car- Carmella was going to be a feud they were going to continue Will with. Will there be a cash in? Well, Carmella has still got the uh, the money in the bank briefcase, isn't she? So that's always a possibility. That'd be a nice little twist. Would be Charlotte maybe winning and then Carmella coming down and cashing in. But it's going to be an interesting matchup. I mean, what does Charlotte have to do if she wants to win this, Dan? Keys to victory. For um, Charlotte has to style and profile if she wants to win the match. But I think Natalia has to be the best there is, the best there was, and the best there will be to really get a victory. Yeah, yeah, but to be the woman, woo, you've got to... Well, we talk about that. Is Charlotte the biggest star in the women's division? No. Who is then? Oscar. Okay, apart from Oscar, is she being positioned as a top star? You know, because if you see the way they've been treated with a flair name as well, already, what, a four-time women's champion on Raw, or even on SmackDown looking to get her opportunity. And a uh, little bit of styling, profiling there. Followed up by a slap from Natalia. Looking to get the sharpshooter in early. Yeah. Can she get it? Oh, no. Flair reverses it. Look like she's going to go for the figure eight, maybe. Oh. And then follows up with a slap of her own. But a kick to the midsection from Natty. Throws it. Charlotte into the turnbuckles. But Charlotte rolls over it. Tries picking Natalia's leg for a pin count. But... Gets kicked in the midsection instead. Yeah, Natalia there. Been there, done that. has got much more experience than, well, basically everybody in the women's locker room. And she's showing it here. And then she's going to work on the body part. And she's going to take her time. You know, this is the biggest opportunity that Natalia's had in such a long time to be women's champion. She, like I say, she wants to prove me wrong. Uh, and now Charlotte, though, trying to fight that off by putting the arm underneath the neck of Natalia, trying to stop off the circulation. But both women there, they're going to be focusing on each other's legs. Well, they are. I mean, both the submission moves. What is uh, the better submission move? Sharpshooter or figure four? Or figure eight? I don't know, but Bret Hart applied sharpshooter, though. (coughs) 
Yeah, but Natalia is no Bret Hart. No, that's what I'm saying. But I think a figure eight is better than a figure four. I don't think Bret, uh, Natalia Sharpshoot is better than Bret Hart. So yeah. I think we talk about evolution as well with Charlotte. Well, James, the evolution is a mystery. Yeah, but it's just passed you by. How about Charlotte, though, moving that along with a figure eight and, of course, being uh, in the next generation. Yeah, and... but Charlotte is the daughter of Ric Flair. Natalia isn't the daughter of Brad. She's the daughter of Jim the Anvil, Neinhardt. Exactly. What was Jim the Anvil, Neinhardt's finisher? Uh, crack pipe. <laughs> <laughs> Touche. Yeah, exactly, yeah. But we talk about this match, and Natalia is doing everything you would want. You know, keys to victory we talk about in all seriousness. Trying to wear down Charlotte, trying to get that fight out of her. You know, so much Charlotte, so much pride she brings, and this is much more submission based. Well, maybe people shouldn't have been surprised. You know, a lot of wrestling going on here. Well, should this have been a submission match? I think at least the possibilities in the future. You know, maybe having a submission match between the two. Yeah, see which one is better. I think I definitely think Charlotte will come out on top of this feud. I think Natalia, like we say, her best days. I, I say that though. I say her best days are behind her. She's proven now that she can still be classed as one of the, uh, the best women on SmackDown at the moment. So fair play to her. I suppose a bit like Mickey James, you know, trying to get that Indian summer as it was, just throwing that knee down to the canvas. And I don't think Charlotte's had any offense in really. Uh oh. As you say that, Charlotte turns it around. But one-legged oh, but woman in the arse. Spinning clothesline there from Natalia takes Charlotte down. I'm going to say one-legged woman in the arse-kicking contest, and Natalia's showing it now. And now it's time for the dreaded sharpshooter. The dreadful sharpshooter. Well, to be fair, she did make Naomi tap out to this at SummerSlam. But Charlotte's not having it. Grabs Natalia's arm and just rinses her face first into the mat. But Charlotte's seen Natalia come in and hitting her with a huge kick. And the elbow, but having no effect down, is it? Man, Natalia's all fired up for this match. Oh. She looks to charge in on Charlotte. Charlotte dodges it. Natalia hits a second turnbuckle. That might have been a mistake, but Natalia comes running back into Charlotte. And oh my word. Charlotte's two. got the back. No. And it gets a two count. Two. But don't forget, Charlotte Flair's also got the natural selection to well, finish her off with. She has, and also she's got those Ric Flair chops that she's using right now, Natalia. But Natalia not backing down. Oh. She can still strut with an injured leg. Natalia <laughs> yeah. get caught with a huge right hand. Do you hand. think Charlotte should have carried on the tradition of not being able to go off top? Yeah. Every time she goes up top, she gets that, and she should be able to do the Ric Flair bump as well. Yeah, I think later, in later years she'll start doing that. But at the moment, oh, Unable to stand, but still able to deliver a big kick to the face of Natalia. Well, this is how dangerous Charlotte is, and let's not forget this, you know. We, we joke about her, but she's probably the most dangerous woman in the division as she lovely T-bone suplex to Natalia. And now she's going to go up slowly. And I tell you something, we just said to go up top and failing, but she's got one leg. <laughs> oh, and she's failed. Oh, Natalia, brilliant. Working on the leg and now got her in a powerbomb. Oh, oh lovely spinning set-up powerbomb. Kick out. Uh. I don't know how Charlotte managed to get the shoulder up, but she did Natalia. Beautiful set-up powerbomb there. Oh, Natalia going for the pin again. Oh, but Flair managing to kick out. Ah, and Charlotte almost crying. Crying with the pain in the knee. Take too long, Natalia! Oh, oh got... Charlotte Charles rolling her up, but Natalia manages to kick out. Ah, so Natalia nearly got caught. Responds with big right hands to Charlotte. Charlotte responds with a few of her own, but I think Natalia's getting the upper hand in this exchange. But Charlotte's showing a toughness to still try and get back to her feet. Here comes Natalia, another spinning oh. clothesline. Well, Charlotte delivers a big boot to the face of Natalia as she was running. 
But is that really a great <clears throat> idea, especially with the leg being injured already? Is that just going to make it worse? Oh, Charlotte, though, getting in position. Woo! She's going to spin it around, kick at the back. Has she got a legitimate injury or is she just playing it? I think she's selling it well, isn't she? Yeah. It does look like it hurts. And, oh, Ooh, it's going to hurt for real this time, though, because Natalia's just pushed her knee first into the steel steps. And that is going to be very serious for Charlotte. And Natalia dominating at the early, at the moment. She's been do- dominating throughout the majority of the match, to be honest. And now she's going to look off. Charlotte. There we go. Sharp shoot time. She's got it in. Locked up, middle of the ring. Charlotte's got nowhere to go. Not like this, surely. Don't call me Shirley, but it does look like Charlotte's in a lot of trouble. Well, the leg has been worked on, and Natalia's sitting down with all of her weight. The only thing I can think might be advantage for Charlotte is the frame. If she could just barely reach out. Oh, she oh. rolls through and sends Natty back of the head first into the bottom turnbuckle. And again, oh, fucking hell. Morning. <coughs> and again, Charlotte has got a very impressive pay-per-view record. She has got a brilliant pay-per-view record, let's be fair about that. Over 15 wins. Uh, and the fact is, not many people can get out of the sharpshooter, and Charlotte does it with flair. Woo! Head right back to turnbuckle. Charlotte going for the pin. No, she doesn't want to look just like that, does she? Not just like that. No. There we go. Charlotte stepping over Natalia yet again. Last time she got caught with the powerbomb. This time looks like she's not going to be caught, is she? Oh, Natalia rolls out. Charlotte knocking Natalia down off the apron onto the mat. And what's Charlotte doing now? You crazy bitch. Don't do it. You'll cost yourself the title. Charlotte all the way to the top. Natalia's on the outside. Oh! 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 Hey! Oh! Hey! hey. The FBI have come out here. <laughs> no! Charlotte! Just taken out Natalia with beautiful moonsault. <laughs> <laughs> and now she's doing the Peter Griffin knee. Can she get Natalia in? Oh! Well, Natalia throwing Charlotte against the apron. And here comes Charlotte chasing after Natalia. Oh! Oh, Charlotte Chris. wins. Charlotte wins, but oh. Hey, Natalia. what's going on over here? Santina Rilla's out here. No, Natalia's got the chair and he's working on Charlotte's leg. Referee's called for the bell. This is disqualification. I worried about this. I worried about Natalia not being a proper champion and taking the easy way out. She knew Charlotte was on the ascendancy, so she accosted her with the chair. It wasn't too bad of a match, to be fair to Flair. And Natalia. He did say that Charlotte was going to win, but Natty was going to retain. Are you surprised that Carmella didn't even make uh, an appearance? I am. I am surprised. But it's, I think now they're going to. Carmella's going to be more long term, isn't it? You know, they're focusing on this. I think obviously we've got a, a rematch with, with Charlotte and Natalia coming up. But I don't think it was a bad match. But it's a lot different than what I thought it was going to be. A lot of map-based stuff, which isn't a bad thing. But maybe for this crowd, probably didn't get them into it as much as, you know, you would hope. Of course, Charlotte, big bump at the end uh, with the moonsault was great. But I don't think the fans appreciated it. I, I think next time they must try a little bit harder, you know. And especially with... Uh, Cheap finish. He's never going to get anybody happy, is it? So you know? B plus must try harder. Exactly. You know, with a finish like that on this kind of card, it kind of lets it down. But that does mean we both stay. No, we both get a point for that one because we both said Charlotte. 
Dan, you move to three points. I go to four. <laughs> My leg. <laughs> we have a live exclusive there from Charlotte. <laughs> that was when I young giving the interview <laughs> and uh, yeah, wonder. No, but Charlotte is selling that leg. Very well. I mean, you asked for her well-being during the match, Dan, so it just shows that she's legitimately injured. No, she's fine. As we move on, hell in the cell. And I tell you what, by my reckoning, we've got a couple of main event matches coming up. Well, main event end up soon. Don't forget, after hell in the cell, it is talking smack. We're going to have new tag team champions, the Usos, along with the new United States champion, Baron Corbin, and AJ Styles. It's Fashion Files first stand. Yes, 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 yes. <laughs> Here we go. So Pulp Fashion this Tuesday, SmackDown Live. Count me in. Dan, what do you think of the Fashion Files? <laughs> exactly, Corey. It is a good thing that I have IQ points to spare because that just made me... Well, it's been an amazing night here. Well, up next it is the WWE Championship. The WWE Champion Jinder Mahal... Defending against Shinsuke fucking Nakamura. And let's have a look at the promo. Ah, the next challenger for my WWE Championship. The artist Shinsuke Nakamura. My preparation is not only physical, it is mental. I get inside of his head. What do you see when you see this image? I see constipation, but at least his face is still full of delight. This represents Shinsuke Nakamura's face after I embarrass him, after I defeat him at Hell in the Cell. I'm looking at you right here on SmackDown Live. Nakamura is here on SmackDown Live. And now Jinder Mahal from behind. In the numbers game, Jinder Mahal and the Sings too much for Nakamura. Wait a minute. Oh, and now Nakamura, the king of strong style, to Mahal. Jinder Mahal is down. Kinshasa! The numbers game was not enough to protect Jinder tonight. The greatest fear is the fear of the unknown. But Jinder will know when I beat him and become WWE Champion. Sorry to interrupt. Gender Mahal! Oh, look out from behind. Gender Mahal, the WWE Champion, jumping on Shinsuke Nakamura. And clearly a well-laid-out plan by the champion to upstage his challenger. Wait a minute. Oh, it could backfire and Nakamura with a shot. The Saints try to run interference from the champion, and they're going to... 
there they are again. The perpetual thorns in the side. Using the Singh brothers to his advantage. This scene has been the calling card of Jinder Mahal. I will be standing tall as Nakamura crinkles his ugly face in a pile of regret. As we realize this, I am still your WWE Champion, the modern-day Maharaja, Jinder Mahal. You got your strong style Nakamura tough on, Dan. Strong style has indeed arrived. So, Dan, what have you thought of the build-up to this match? It has been interesting, you know, it's... It's Jinder Mahal. <laughs> you know, no disrespect to him, but he is getting fucking old and fucking boring and fucking annoying. It is, it is. I, I mean, and this is the problem when they kind of rely on the kind of stereo, racist stereotypes that they're doing, you know, and this is what Jinder Mahal has been the past few months. And, when, and with Nakamura, I, I've never known someone so talented to be put in such a weird fucking situation as well. Do you know what I mean? Situation. If he'd have beaten Mahal at SummerSlam and then moved on, that would have been fair. But to be used as some kind of stepping stone, I think for Nakamura is just completely unacceptable, don't you? you Most know? definitely, yeah. I don't think Nakamura deserves to be treated this way. No, no way. So, James, who have you gone for? Well, it's a difficult one. This is head over heart. At SummerSlam, I really thought Nakamura was going to get the job done, and he didn't. So it means tonight at Hen Nacelle, I feel that the winner of the match will be Jinder Mahal. What about you, Dan? I also was unsure of this one, but I think Mahal. <laughs> A WWE title. What does that say? WWE title match. Oh, yeah, of course, we have it right, didn't we? So you've gone Mahal as well. It's upsetting to go Mahal, isn't it, you know? It is, yes. Mahal was not aware of it. Well, we'll talk about that. We'll talk about that in a minute. Let's, first off, talk about Worthy. We are not worthy for this entrance. ringtone and I wake up to this song every fucking morning as my alarm tone and you've got Nakamura top and yet you still haven't gone for Nakamura so that is Nakamura's entrance and I tell you what it is quite incredible isn't it? you know it's it's shivers up my spine exactly. every time exactly to see Nakamura and especially you know to be a bit you know uh, self-serving at the moment to have that journey from NXT of Nakamura all the way up to the main roster and let's hope tonight we're wrong and he does win the W title because the uh, Singh brothers are now introducing Jinder Mahal. He's shouting it, but he's not using his mic. Uh, and this is the problem with Jinder Mahal's WWE title run, right? Let me just tell you this. A bit like what's just happened now. We've had Nakamura's entrance, and now it's gone flat. 
because Mahal won't be able to puncture that and take it up to that next level. What we've seen tonight, like Hell in a Cell match and the Triple Threat match, we've seen something special, and we know Jinder Mahal... I'll, I'll say it right now, he can't deliver in ring, can he? No. You know? no, certainly not, no. He is not those guys, even with a good... Oh, uh, do you know what? I'm interrupting myself. Do you know what I want to see from Mahal, though? A match against AJ Styles to see if anybody can have a good match from him. Because the Nakamura match at SummerSlam, I've got to be, I've got to be fair here, one of the worst matches on the card, probably the worst match on the card, yeah. wasn't it? Oh, definitely. Apart from Big Show, Big Cass. Uh, it, it, you know, it really hit a bum note. I think the feud has gone the wrong way of doing it as well, you know, uh, bringing up what Nakamura is and all this kind of stuff, rather than just being a good guy trying to get the WWE title. And I don't know, it just doesn't feel right. And I think Mahal, like I say, is going to win. But why do you think Mahal's going to win? No one likes Jinder Mahal. No one's been behind him. And it's not because he's Indian. He could be any fucking nationality. But he, he has just fallen flat on his ass. And I just think he sucks so hard. Do you think the similarities between like him and JBL's W title reign of just being such a bad wrestler and such a bad reign, they just carried it on and on to, like you say, just get people more annoyed. And I don't think it's kind of the, the good kind of heat to have. Like, when you're watching SmackDown, the Jinder Mahal segments are generally the worst thing on SmackDown, aren't they? You know, Most definitely, yeah. And wouldn't you rather see the Singh brothers or the Bollywood boys back on 205 Live? Oh, most definitely, you know. You know or seeing them in NXT competing in the tag team division. Uh, and what I want to see, you know, with what we talked about earlier with Rusev, Rusev in this position versus Nakamura, you're, pretty, you're guaranteed a pretty good match, you know? Yeah, oh, definitely. Uh, and I think that's a bit unfair on, you know, Rusev. And, and Mahal, it's been thrust to him, isn't it? It's been given to him, and he's just not, to be fair, he's not at that level. No. It's like he was, what, part of 3MB, went away, got jacked up, come back, heavyweight champion. Nakamura wants to beat the odds here tonight. What's he have to do? Take out the Singh brothers. Do you think one-on-one Nakamura can beat Mahal then? Easy. <laughs> well, we'll see if that happens tonight. He just puts in the gum shield, Naka. Naka, is that what you call him? Because you're friends. Me and him are friends, yeah. Oh, me, me, me and Shin. Me and Me Uka. Me old Naka. Yeah. But here we go. Here we go. It is WWE title time. And Nakamura, I think if he wants to win this, not only take the, the Singh brothers out, but he... The old Nakamura. The Nakamura we saw when he first arrived in NXT. The kind of unstoppable <clears throat> Nakamura. You've got to ask yourself how much Samoa Joe took out of Nakamura. That feud, them two had that huge feud. How much he actually took out of his body. Because he, and to be fair, he's not, he's not been as good as he was in NXT, has he? No. You know? But then again, James, yeah. then again, he was one of the first and only people to beat John Cena clean. Yes, that's true. And and it also he's beaten Randy Orton clean like so but And he, that is no easy feat. No, but he's it. come up short when it mattered, isn't he? And and we've we've talked about you know, you look down the list of wrestlers on this card or some like Dolph Ziggler coming up when he, when it matters, it doesn't matter if you win when it doesn't. Yeah. That makes sense. <laughs> anyway, Nakamura taunting Jinder for the fact. Jinder Mahal running into a knee, yeah, because they've fallen flat because of Mahal. No, no, I'm saying the fans are behind Nakamura, but like yeah. I said, they're sitting down, but you can hear the chant for Nakamura. They're desperate to see a change. But you know them pesky fucking Singh brothers are going to get involved. Nakamura, 
gets caught by Jinder Mahal. Delivers a step up in Seguri, goes for the cover, but Mahal manages to kick out. Oh. And Nakamura straight back on the pulse. Oh, beautiful knees by Nakamura. Nobody hits him like he does. And he's measuring Jinder Mahal. But Mahal running away like the little bitch that he is. I think it's credit to Jinder. He's using a bit of experience. You said that earlier. When Randy Orton went out the ring. Yeah, so when Randy Orton. No, no, listen. Yeah. When a face does it, <laughs> he's using his experience. When a heel does it, he's running like a cowardly bitch. Uh, I'll, I'll agree with you there. But then Jinder Mahal, bitch no more, because he just throws Nakamura into the ring post. Oh, into the barricade and over into the WWE Universe and he urges the referee to count. And the referee already up to five. And Nakamura, a little bit groggy, but manages to make it back in. And as this is a story we've seen of Jinder Mahal's WWE title run. I mean, those ser- no offence, I'm not having to go Randy Orton, but those series of matches Randy Orton, it's time in my life I will never get back. You know, that, that but, punch every prison match, I'm never getting that back. But can't you put that down... <laughs> To who he was in the ring with. But if Orton was that good, he would have dragged out a good performance. Like I say, Nakamura. <laughs> Nakamura you said Nakamura's form. last match with him. Nakamura's Shit. awful. That's what I'm saying. Exactly. No one's had a good match with Jinder. But you've got... Exactly. It is impossible to have a good match with Jinder I because he's I'd... that awful. Give him AJ Styles then. Give him AJ and be like, right, can you have a good match with AJ Styles? If you no. can... We, we looked at the part, you know, Sean Marcus, Bret Hart. They used to have good matches against people like Diesel and stuff like this. Uh, is Mahal any different to Diesel? Yes, Diesel can actually wrestle. Oh, no. What, Kevin Nash? Exactly, compared to Mahal. Well, I, I, I think they're both times that they got given the titles and they shouldn't really be in World Heavyweight Champions. You know, stick JBL in there as well. And we talked about earlier, Rey Mysterio, to a lesser extent. Mahal has been working. Nakamura. Or a horrible, looks like Punjabi submission. <clears throat> and he's also wearing claret and blue as well. But Mahal there... With a huge knee to Nakamura, and he's in control. This one, See, his offense is awful. It is hit, hit, hit submission. It's early eighties wrestling, isn't it, Mahal? It's basic stuff, and even the basic stuff's not really done that well. You've got to think as well that WWE got their tour of India coming up now. They've announced in December. They've got that. They've got a new TV show starting over there as well. So Jinder Mahal is going to be a focal point, whether you like it or not. I feel in the WWE talk scene, especially in the main event scene of SmackDown, at least until WrestleMania. There's been rumours as well. Rumour has it. That Mahal's going to be champion till Mania. Can you last that long? Uh, and again, you know, it's nothing to do with him being Indian. He could be any fucking nationality, gone away, come back, jacked up, still can't wrestle. Yeah, but the thing is, it's because he's Indian that he's in this position. Yes. It's not his fault, but it's what WWE no, said. I know, yeah. I know what you're saying in that way, but the fact is, that's what... So people are going to yeah. get annoyed. There's not as open-minded, many as open-minded people you are, who are going to get annoyed just because he's Indian. You but know? surely... Don't call me Shirley. There's a better Indian that they can put a title on. Well, a great Carly comes exactly. back. <laughs> yeah, exactly, yeah. But At anyway, least he was a legitimate giant. <laughs> yeah. Mahal's got Nakamura in the corner, and he's wearing him down. Can Nakamura fight out at all? Oh, he manages to get some separation between the two. Oh, it's a beautiful kick by Nakamura, knocking Mahal down. Oh. And now back to his feet. And oh, huge running kick by Nakamura. And now Nakamura with a kicks to the chest, knocking Mahal back. And he toes to the turnbuckle. Oh, hangs him up in the corner, rolls backwards. Oh, Boom! Oh. Big knee to the midsection. Oh, yes, after this, if he doesn't get the pin here. <laughs> oh, I'm surprised he didn't. The hall managing to kick out. Uh. 
Is he going to tune up? That's racist. Are you tuning up the band for Jinder Mahal? He's going to go for the back exploder first. Can he get it in? Mahal manages to muscle out. Sending Nakamura all the way back to the turnbuckle. Oh, oh but Nakamura eliminates Mahal from the Royal Rumble. Baseball slide takes him out. We know Japanese are good at baseball as well. As Nakamura throws Mahal back in. It's both sing brothers down by Nakamura. Well, Nakamura's sending Mahal running around, isn't he? Oh, oh, no. Looking to drop that big knee to the back of Mahal's head, but Mahal ducks out the way. Oh, don't hinder gender. Like I said, get out of the way. And Nakamura's in trouble. And now Jinder Mahal is going to take an opportunity. Not like this. Not like this, ref. Suplexes Nakamura back into the ring. Oh, that Drop was nice. to the head of, Mahal, uh, that, of Nakamura. That was nice. Drop kick by Mahal. Surprised. I mean, yeah, Nakamura was on his feet. But still, not a bad drop kick. Can he get him down? No. Kicks out. Oh, oh Mahal, what's he going to look for here, Dan? He's looking for the Coloss. Will he hit it? Will it be the Colossus? Coloss? Nakamura's... Gets it locked in. Nakamura Mahal. can't fight it. He can't fight it. Mahal using the ropes. And Nakamura elbow. Go on. Two. Oh, Mahal managing to kick out. Uh, but Nakamura's turned it up a notch now, blocking Mahal's offence. Uh-oh. Mahal ducks the kick from Nakamura, but runs into a back elbow. Mahora, Mah- Nakamura up to the top right, uh, second rope. Oh! Big knee to the chest from Shinsuke. And that rocked Jinder. And now is Nakamura going to go for it? Is it time? Oh, no. Sink rubbers out and it one up on the eight from the other one taking him, trying to take Mahal out of the ring. Ref- you, you, out of here. Oh, Go Char- on. Go on, Charles. Charles Robinson saying, well, what can I do? Oh, no, from behind, Mahal. Oh. Throws him into one of the Sink brothers. Rolls up two. Oh, oh, but Mahal managing to kick out. Oh. Boots and Mahal are now suplex time. <coughs> oh. oh. <laughs> Face buster suplex there. And now, oh, <coughs> Singh Brothers on the apron. And where's the referee going outside saying, come on, guys, stop this. You, you, you out of here. Oh, what's going on over here? Singh Brothers are gone. Nakamura, King Chasha. <laughs> That's it. But they're distracting Robinson. Oh, but the referee's in. Mahal. One. One. Two, grabs the right. Oh! Mahal was so close to losing it then. Nakamura. Here can Shasha, like you said, Dan Mahal. Too close to that bottom rope. Singh brothers, even though they've been kicked out, they still pay dividends there. Uh-huh. Come on, Nakamura. Finish it now. Is it time, Dan? Are we going to have a new WWE champion? He's going for number two, King Shasha. Mahal walks out of the ring. Nakamura is going to follow Jinder Mahal. Will Nakamura bring in Jinder back in? Rolls him back in the ring. It won't be a count out at the moment. Nakamura. Oh. Walks into a big boot from Mahal. And now Jinder's got Nakamura. No. Oh, Nakamura rolls him through. Kinshasa. Oh. Mahal sidesteps. Nakamura hits the middle turnbuckle. Coloss. One, two, kick out. Ah, do you know in a when people wake up from a post-apocalyptic world and wonder what went wrong, we will say 
someone like Jinder Mahal has pinned Shinsuke Nakamura again. Not once. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. But twice. He beat all. He's embarrassed Nakamura twice. Uh, Dan, what did you think of the match? Well, Nakamura was nice while he lasted. <laughs> Oscar. Oscar. This is what they're going to do to Oscar, Dan. This is what they're going to do. They somehow have this amazing talent and they completely destroy it. I, I think the worst match of the night. Uh, don't get me wrong. I was trying to build a little bit of tension with Nakamura. I hoped it was the best, you know, but... You kind of had the feeling it wasn't going to be his night, and doesn't that make look doesn't that make Nakamura look even weaker by saying that he can't beat Mahal with the Singh brothers not there? Mm-hmm. Um, anything you want to say? You love it, really? You want to say is there? It was fucking terrible, disastrous. Shouldn't have been that way. You know, if Mahal was to have retained, at least have the Singh brothers involved a touch more. You know. Yeah, no, I know what you're saying. Making, not making Nakamura look such an idiot there. We're in a one-on-one situation. He got caught out as opposed to the Singh brothers doing something. What a disappointment on an overall quite a good card, you know. But they did this at SummerSlam, and SummerSlam may have managed to pull it back. Can Helen and Cell do it, which is left? Does mean, like, prediction-wise, Dan, both get another point. That's the only good thing to come out of that. And it is 5-4. And to my knowledge, we've got two matches left. Yes, and uh, you called RKO versus Rusev a filler match. <laughs> now, what kind of match comes between a heavyweight championship match and a Hell in a Cell match? Well, it's, hmm. it's the debut of the hmm. greatest ever. Well, here comes hmm. KO. I'll tell you something, though. I've asked many a time if, Owen is, if Owen's his main event talent. I think this proves it. I mean, this promo now, he's just taking the microphone backstage and he's, it's a, one of the best of, you know, it's the best I've seen him, you know? Really? Yeah. I think he's sounding like a whining fucking bitch. I don't, I think he's... he's oh, I got screwed out of the title. He's explaining. I picked the referee, but the referee walked out on me. I fucking, Shane said, don't mention my kids again or I'm going to hurt you. So he mentions his kids again. He was asking for that fucking beatdown. And then he goes and picks on a fucking ancient man who's nearly 178. How do you think Owen's family feels about that? How do you think the children and the wife at home watching this, seeing Shane McMahon dominating authority, being in charge of SmackDown, doing what he wants, getting in Owen's face, costing him the United States Championship, costing him all these opportunities? seeing your dad beating up an old man? Well, the fact is, is that Shane asked for this himself, and Owens is pointing that out. He's got a reputation to uphold. He's a prize fighter, and that's what he's going to do. Don't ignore it when it goes up your sphincter. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, anyway, enough about Kevin Owens, who is the main event talent, who is the man in the main tonight. <laughs> we are going <laughs> to... I've got to tell him, otherwise we're just going to go silent. We <laughs> otherwise it don't work. So we are now going to watch the debut of my man. My man. This might be Randy Elton here on SmackDown, but now we've got the real, real, real guy, and his entrance is just next. And it is... The ultimate filler match. It's not the ultimate. It's the ultimate entrance, Dan. You're right about that. It is Bobby Roode versus Dolph Ziggler.
My God, there we go. The WWE pay-per-view debut of the man in sports entertainment. Dan, look at him. He is a star. He is on SmackDown to dominate. And this is the first of many matches that he will have on the blue brand here. The glorious Bobby Roode, Dan. He made it, eh? Fantastic. What are your thoughts on Bobby Roode? Took him long enough, didn't he? <laughs> <laughs> it won't be long till he's beating Randy Orton. But here tonight, to go against another challenger in Dolph Ziggler. So, Dan, who have you gone for in this one? <laughs> Dolph Ziggler coming out, normal entrance. Looks like Ziggler now. It's cut off all the music. No gimmicks, no frills just coming out here. And, Dan, I think you can tell. It says Bobby Roode. <sighs> so, Dan, one point behind. It has to be different in the main event. Yeah, because that... it is, isn't it? <laughs> That's all that matters now, the main event. Right, I lied to you. What matters now is Bobby Roode's glorious in-ring debut against Dolph Ziggler. I like Dolph Ziggler. Don't get me wrong. But one question I have. Can Roode replicate his success in NXT on SmackDown? Um, most certainly, yes. Uh, unless he goes up against Randy Orton, then he's going to fall flat on his ass. Oh, fuck off. Yes. Well, yes, he will be world champion. Right, Bobby Roode will be champion soon. I don't know when, but he's just got the look of a main event star, hasn't he? And of course he can replicate success in WWE. I think... With Ziggler, I think he's doomed to fail. I think if you look at him, his best days are gone now. He's kind of changed this gimmick. Where you like for what? How long did you like? Two weeks? One episode. One, ep- one episode of SmackDown. And then it was enough. And I think Ziggler's just the nearly man. And like I say, when you don't win the matches that matter, you don't matter. And I think with Bobby Roode, if anything, in NXT, he won every match that mattered. When it mattered. And look at Bobby Roode out-wrestling Dolph Ziggler and injuring his knee for nine months. <laughs> Do you know why he's out-wrestling him for, Dan? Do you know why? Because Bobby Roode's glorious. Ziggler not happy about it all, but gets caught in a big Canadian job. Now he's got him in a side headlock. And look at Bobby Roode. Look at his muscles shimmering off Dolph Ziggler's head. It's a beautiful sight. Of course, a former TNA champion as well before he joined NXT and became the face of the company. Gets a clean break though from Ziggler. The greatest, Dan, NXT champion of all time. No, that's Oscar. Bobby Roode. And look at him sending Ziggler from pillar to post and wearing him down. This is a thing of beauty, Bobby Roode. Look at his glorious package. Look at his glorious kicks in the corner. I'm not going to lie to you, though. He might dye his beard. I'm just saying. That's all I'm saying as a huge Bobby Roode fan. It's great to see him. We've seen your favourite. Mine, baby. Ziggler has got no chance. Get caught with the back elbow. Beautiful elbow really seen your favourite, though. Bobby Roode going for Mojo Rawley in the kickoff. Oh, uh, and Dolph Ziggler managed to kick out. Uh. And Bobby Roode making sure he hasn't got a mark on him. What do you think of Bobby Roode as a good guy? Do you prefer him heel or good guy? I don't know. I actually quite enjoyed him being a heel. Yeah, I, know. It's a <laughs> I kind think of it takes away a bit of his edge. Arrogance of it, isn't yeah. it? You know, you've got to be a little bit careful when you're a good guy. You don't want to be too smarmy. Indeed. But I think with Rude, the chance is there for a turn, isn't there? You know, against even someone with Ty Dillinger, like we saw on Smack, uh, NXT when he was teaming up and then turned his back on him. You know, I think Rude will work well. That is very true. And now Dolph Ziggler's in control of this match, isn't it? And Ziggler working away. Using the whole of the five count, choking Bobby Rude out on the middle rope. Well, is this a different side of Ziggler that we want to see? Do we want to see a more aggressive... Let's show Bowden type or Bobby Roode is a little bit trouble here, but I've faith in him 
like I have with all my guys here tonight. And what a fantastic fashion file. <coughs> what a fantastic fashion files we watched. And Dan, you trying to piss me off even more? Dan, Dan agreed with me. Dan agreed with me. Listen back no, and he agreed with me. I didn't. I wholeheartedly didn't. <laughs> this never happened, this bit of speech. And Ziggler now. Ziggler's got to sleep from Bobby Roode. He could be in trouble, but it's going to take a lot more than a sleeper to put Bobby Roode down. No, a sleeper <laughs> has put Bobby Roode down. Well, it might put him down. It's not going to put him out. He taps out. <laughs> a grapevine locked in as well. You've you got to remember, Dolph Ziggler's a collegiate athlete, you know, and the rest, amateur wrestling that he did. He's, he's a collegiate athlete, yeah, but a collegiate cheerleader. <laughs> no, you think the spirit squad. <laughs> Which Dolph Ziggler was in. <laughs> yeah, I know, but they weren't. Anyway, back to this match, and Ziggler has got the sleeper in. The Rude comes round if he goes glorious, he's a gay. Let's go, Bobby. I tell you this is much better than the Autumn Rusev match we had earlier as well. I mean, that was boring. I was like, oh, oh come on. Bro. Oh, yeah, because a 10-minute sleeper's not boring either, is it? Ziggler's trying to wear down Bobby Rude, and Rude got the power, lifting Ziggler up. Beautiful back suplex. <laughs> See, I can make anything sound exciting. But it's not, though. It is, though. And Bobby Roode's trying to get to his feet. Of course, this is his first match of many, as I've said, on SmackDown pay-per-view. It'll be great start for a victory. But here comes Dolph Ziggler running to the turnbuckle. Oh! First back elbow, then ring post. Boring. Dolph Ziggler's in a little bit of trouble. Boring. And the thing with Bobby Roode, he's got to regain his bearings. Bearings, sponsored by Zen. Uh, and once he does in this match... Rude be able to take advantage. But Ziggler's been there, done that. He's been around over 10 years. So it's a great test for Bobby Rude, who's now catching every one of Dolph Ziggler's punches. Huge right hands by the glorious one, rocking Ziggler back into the corner. They're struggling a bit against an awful Dolph Ziggler, though. And Dolph Ziggler versus Irish Whip. And Rude putting his feet up. It's a big stage, isn't it, to change from NXT to WWE. As Rude there, beautiful net breaker off the top rope. Going to put Ziggler down. Oh, was Ziggler managing to kick out? Oh. I'm not doubting Dolph Ziggler's toughness. I know Ziggler is a tough competitor. And especially, you know, the kind of the gimmick changes that he's gone through. We've got to see a more competitive Dolph Ziggler in this one. Bobby Roos struggled with Aiden English, don't forget. And now he's going to look to try and put Ziggler away. No, he didn't. And Ziggler back elbow. Oh, yeah. Aiden English hit <laughs> two moves more than he should have done. And that's beautiful by Roos. Oh. Was Ziggler managing to kick out? Oh. Bobby Roode can't believe it. The crowd here is electric for this one. And Bobby Roode looking to finish off Dolph Ziggler. Rock bottom. Yeah, lovely move. But couldn't get that rude bottom. The rude bottom couldn't get the job done. But maybe... What's that called now? Irinagi? <laughs> Glorious DDT. Oh, oh but oh. Ziggler manages to reverse it. One, two... Oh, oh, no. Rude managing to kick out. Uh. But Ziggler trying to go for the DDT. Oh, oh hits his own Dolph DDT. <laughs> That's what the D stands for. Dolph DT. <laughs> Dolph dinner time. Oh, couldn't get a job done. Rude, Tune out the band, Dolph. Rude's still in this one. Knock his teeth down his throat with your foot. The greatest NXT champion in history slowly getting to his feet but Ziggler's matched him all the way after Neville Samoa Joe Shinsuke Nakamura Oscar no um, it's like the Highland Bo mate. Dallas only one, only one. Bo uh -oh. Dallas is better Ziggler now going to go for the zigzag 
Oh no! Rude holds onto the top rope, flicks him off. Look like I'm oh, going to try and go for the rude, yeah, rude bottom again. <laughs> gets caught with some elbows from Ziggler, who catches the boring sleeper onto Bobby Rude. And now it's finished. People like the great Carly in the past with this move. He's trying to put Bobby Rude down. And Rude, can he fight it? Bobby Rude gets out of it again. No. Ziggler manages to land on his feet. Comes in with a famous, sir. This could be it. One, two. No. two. No. As Dan said, he's tuning up the band to try and put Bobby Rude away. Boom. 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 Will he be successful? Bobby Roode can see it coming. Beautiful. Turned out the way of it. Oh! Huge rude spine buster there. Delivers it the best in the business. And getting the crowd on his side. It's not the for best. For the glorious DDT. Batista's was better than that. Oh, no! Oh, Dolph Ziggler turns inside out too. Oh! No. Switch in. Boom. <laughs> no, Ziggler again trying to roll up Bobby Roode. But Roode showing all of his technique to turn it round. Ziggler turns it around again. Got the tights. Rude. Got the tights and wins. And that's what it takes. Any means necessary, Dan, for Bobby Rude. Boom. Gets caught with a zigzag. You fucking loser. You fucking bad loser you are. No, I'm talking Ziggler. (laughs) You bad loser. You know that. He had to cheat, though. Just because it didn't go your way. And you have to fucking make a mockery of this entire match. It's a disgrace. He had to cheat, though, didn't he? Oh, my word. Bobby Roode showing it any means necessary gets the job done. The match of the night here. Bobby Roode's debut against Dolph Ziggler. Absolutely fantastic there. This is what it's all about. But Ziggler sending a message to Roode. Awful. Ziggler sending a message to Roode and saying, I'm not done with you yet. You might have been. Bobby Roode couldn't have even cleanly win (laughs) with no outside interference against Dolph Ziggler. I mean. He said, (laughs) Ziggler said to Roode. (laughs) <laughs> not cleanly Ziggler says to Rude I've not done with you yet you might have won this battle but the war is far from over and we've seen a, a lot more serious Dolph Ziggler here I am surprised but it would be glorious DDT and that but Rude like I said early in the match if you remember showing different facets of the character and having that kind of hill retention there where yeah if he has to hold the tights that's why he's so successful for. He Maybe if Randy Orton held some fucking tights, he went and lost to Jinder Mahal three times. All right? So Bobby Roode there. We both get a point. The glorious Bobby Roode gives us a point. 6-5 going into the main event. All right, no more fucking around now. It is main event time. And it is Kevin Owens versus Shane McMahon. Hell, hell. And let's have a look at the promo. I can say with complete sincerity, Shane, you had it coming. Superstar shakeup. Oh, yes. Talk about a Cooper Smackdown Live with KO. Right away, I don't like the fact that you guys didn't draft me to Smackdown in the first place. But now I'm here. Now all of a sudden I'm good enough to be on your precious show. Your attitude wasn't as... wasn't it great? No. It wasn't. Is my attitude good now? Is that what, what's changed that now all of a sudden you guys want me on SmackDown Live? I'm just so curious. So obviously something's in your mind that you have an opportunity, and this is the land of opportunity. Land of opportunity? That's crap. You guys give the chances to the people you like. AJ Styles still can 
champion. You did not beat me at SummerSlam. Because what happened is Shane McMahon screwed me. You need to stop blaming me for your losses. Let's go back to SummerSlam. You blame me for your loss at SummerSlam. When I told you, if you put your hands on me, well, things can happen. Oh, don't oh, oh, no. Shane McMahon! Oh, hold him! AJ Styles, still champion! Let's go back two weeks ago right here on SmackDown Live, where you yourself got to pick your own referee. You picked Baron Corbin. He came down, and he didn't even finish. He left. But once again, Kevin, you blame me for your loss. Shane McMahon has made himself the referee. Uh, Shane had no choice. Deja Vu from SummerSlam for Owens. Phenomenal forearm on the mark. And Styles closes out Owens. He told Kevin Owens mad before. Are you, so you're telling me that the reason I'm not United States champion right now has nothing to do with you? Nothing to do with you. Of course, it has to do with you. Everything here has something to do with Shane McMahon because you make sure that's how it is. Why do you you need to do all these things to, to, to get the spotlight? Is it because because is it because your daddy didn't give you enough attention when you were a kid? Look, Dad! Look what I can do! I can survive a helicopter crash. You know what, man? I'm gonna be real honest with you right now. Your entire family would have been better off if you hadn't survived that crash. Your, your dad, your wife, and especially your kids. Oh, oh, it's Shane McMahon! Shane McMahon on Kevin Owens! I'm going to sue Shane. I'm going to sue the McMahon family. I'm going to take WWE down. Let me get this straight. Big, bad, courageous Kevin Owens. I'm not going to fight back. I'm going to sue. Your son Shane put his hands on me. For which I suspended him. Not so much putting his hands on you. I suspended Shane because he didn't finish the job. You know what? I'm going to reinstate Shane. Because there's not going to be a lawsuit. There's going to be a match. Kevin Owens versus Shane McMahon. Inside hell in the sun. All right, me and Shane, hell in the South, fine. But give me your word that if provoked, I can beat a McMahon senseless. You got my word. You just gave your word that if provoked, I can beat a McMahon senseless. I don't actually think you realize what you have done. When someone crosses the line against any McMahon, as a family, we will strike out with massive vengeance. Kevin Owens, I, Shane McMahon, condemn you. I condemn you to a ruthless beating at my own hands, to a life of pain and suffering from these hands, and I condemn you to... Falls count anywhere. Hell in the cell. 
have nothing but respect for Vince McMahon. I'll even do you one better. I actually like Vince McMahon. And Shane, you saw what I did to a man that I actually respect and like. So imagine what I'll do to someone I don't. Oh, no. Kevin Owens launching McMahon. Kevin Owens, in this current state of mind, is willing to commit any atrocity. Shane McMahon, he'll never back down, doesn't know any better. Show all these people how tough you are. Show all these people how much heart you have. Show all these people what it takes to be a McMahon. At hell, what a sell. I will powerbomb you again and again. And again, until you forget your kids' names. Dan, what do you think the promo? What do you think the build-up to this? Um, I think Kevin Owens is a whining little bitch. Because he's just going, on, oh, you took my opportunities away from me. He's supposed to be a prize fighter. He's supposed to be fighting for his prize, not bitching about it when he loses it. But is that your problem with the character? Is that the kind of direction you want to see Kevin Owens go? Haven't we kind of seen the prize fighter gimmick? Return with the kind of toughness, you know, the headbutt to Vincent Mann and the kind of beating down of Shane McMahon as well. Isn't that kind of prize fight, Kevin Owen, that he's coming back a little bit from that, isn't it? As opposed to like the face of America that was. So, have we got ominous cage music? We have got ominous cage music, but what are your thoughts on that? Um, well, no, not really. I just think he's being a whiny little bitch. But isn't that a job of a hill? Isn't that a job of a hill to be a whiny, you know, to complain when you know you're not right? But I think Kevin Owens is better than that. So what do you want Kevin Owens to be doing then? Price Fix the problem. Fix the problem. What do you mean, price? You can't just price fight. What do you mean? What do you, what do you want him to do? <laughs> do you want to shut up and let me talk? Yeah, well, come on. How do you want him to, you know, sort it out? What do you want him to do? Come on. Well, fight for a prize, obviously. Yeah. Go for a title. Go, you know, try to win and not just bitch every time he loses. So you want him to go up the United States title again? Well, whatever, but just not bitching when he loses, basically. Well, I think that's the job of Kevin Owens, you know, to kind of what Michael Hayes said about Hill way back when. You know, there's a problem and you've got to believe in yourself that you're right about it. And I think with Kevin Owens on the mic just earlier as well, definitely proved a point that he thinks he's right. He thinks he's been disrespected. Don't forget he was Universal Champion on Raw last year now he's moved over to Smackdown you know kind of being and let's be fair Showman did cost him the United States title if we look at the facts as well we, we saw what happened there with that it was well, Showman no, getting know, it was Showman's ego getting involved in the match wasn't it and, and putting him to an AJ that caused these problems in the first place if Showman was like maybe more Daniel Bryan-esque and just behind the scenes trying to not get involved just making matches well if uh, he was if he was looking back at the matches that I had before Kevin Owens screwed himself up really he was fucking distracting he was hitting the referee referees was getting knocked out Shane McMahon was like well we'll have a tough referee that you can't knock out yeah Shane McMahon did accidentally make a wrong call exactly. he counted three but ac- but he but still made a mistake faults though yeah but you could, maybe he doesn't make up for it in Kevin Owens eyes you know uh, tonight is the point he proves it this is what it's all about inside Hen in the Cell with Shane McMahon to be able to teach Shane McMahon that he's stepping in the ring like you say with the, the prize fighter, and in my eyes, the number one guy on SmackDown at the moment. There is no one more entertaining, no one that's been talked about more in recent times than Kevin Owens on SmackDown. He, he's been fantastic, and this kind of Kevin Owens that we're seeing now, especially given a, I think, is that a new t-shirt, or is that an actual attire that he's been given to wear to the ring now? Because, you know, 
The, the only problem with Kevin Owens through the past has maybe been his weight, but there's no doubt he's a fantastic worker. And if he's, you know, he he's going to have to pull out a great match from Shane McMahon here, isn't he? You know what I mean? He is, yeah. But, we, you know, we know Shane McMahon is capable of having an above-average match himself. Yeah, what are we expecting in this match? What are you expecting to see? Um, a sick Shane bump. Yeah, yeah, most definitely, yeah. I, I think a lot of shortcuts, maybe a lot of weapons used. A bit like, you know, earlier, maybe not as many kendo sticks, but I think we see chairs, trash cans. Uh, what's, coast to coast. Coast to coast, of course. Yeah, Shane could do that. Uh, I think Owens is going to be dominant as well, uh, but they are going to make it to the outside, unless Kevin Owens climbs to the top first. <laughs> but Owens is main event in the pay Why is the ref not letting him in? Oh, I know. oh, he is. But he is main event in the pay for Kevin Owens against... Shane McMahon. Who'd have thought we'd ever seen this match? Especially so soon, you know? We, we saw the build-up. We thought, oh, they might leave it to Survivor Series, and then, no, straight there. Oh! Well, Shane McMahon starts a match off straight off the bat. Baseball side out to Kevin Owens. I mean, he's got a lot of fury inside after what Kevin Owens done to his dad after attacking Shane McMahon as well. Don't like you said, disrespected the McMahon family to, to leave Vince McMahon laying like that. Shane's duty is to stick up for your father. Like you said earlier, if that happened to your dad, you'd want to try and avenge that. But you've got to try and take it from both sides as well. And Shane McMahon laying it on thick and fast. You, you know he's had MMA training. We've seen the, the training videos of him. But he's going to get someone who does it every day of the year. And this is when it's a step up from Shane McMahon, you know? To go against someone like Kevin Owens, we're at the moment. Yeah, but Kevin Owens has never gone against an Undertaker. <laughs> no, but the last, yeah, Shane, I'm, I'm surprised Shane wants to step back in to Hell in a Cell, seeing as what happened to the Undertaker. <clears throat> anyway, life. before we get too far in this, Matt, who have you gone for? Who have I gone for? Uh, I've gone for, yeah, hang on a bit, Shane Man off the, oh, off the barricade, right onto Kevin Owens, a clothesline. Well, the problem is this match hasn't really started yet, has it? But, anyway, I'm going for Kevin Owens. Kevin Owens. Kevin well, Owens. Pay-per-view point. So that means, everybody, that I do get the pay-per-view point no matter what happens in this match. Oh, my God, but Shane McMahon there. Beautiful spinning kick. But Kevin Owens catches Shane McMahon with a kick, just trying to get a harm's way and <laughs> holding the cage door shut to get breath back. Oh, but Shane runs in with a big boot, takes out Owens, and now... Both men are in the cage and nearly in the ring. So this match can get underway. And now the cage is locked. Both men are locked inside. Well, locked inside the demon structure. Now it's Mano e Mano. I think the first of many uh, show man into the side of Hell in a Cell by Kevin Owens. And Owens not finished with Shane just yet. <laughs> oh, throws him into a, a cage again. Oops, upside your head there. And Kevin Owens now. Stomping all over Shane O'Mac. And now just grating Shane McMahon's face across Hell and Cell. Do you think we might see a bit of claret in this one? Oh, he's doing it in front of Shane McMahon's children as well. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> I don't think so. Either. What was he doing in front of the children, Dan? You should well, he was grating Shane McMahon's head <laughs> on the cage in front of his children. And then he'd done the Shane O'Mac dance as well. <laughs> well, Shane McMahon's head already... Redding up with the impact, and that's not going to help. Throws him into the steel ring steps. And now Owens exposing the stairs. Now he's just taking his time. What's that prolonged beating? Ooh. A big kick to the ribs from Owens. Shane hasn't got an offensive moving since they've got back inside the cage. And he's having to use the structure to get back to his feet. And Owens seems at home here at the moment. 
Dragging the steel steps into the open area. But Shane manages to fight back with a couple of kicks to the midsection. I think his kicks look better than his punches, to be fair to Shane O'Mac. But you know, at least he's in there fighting at the moment. We know how tough Shane McMahon is. I mean, since returning, <laughs> Shane McMahon, DJ Styles at WrestleMania, he's faced the Undertaker at WrestleMania. <laughs> He was in the Survivor Series match last year when he got speared by Reigns halfway across the ring. So he's been put in pretty prominent positions. And at the moment, he's been put in a pretty prominent position here. Oh, cannonball. Oh. And now he's going to go for the cover. He's going to get the job done. Shane managing to kick out again. Ah, again. Well, Kevin Owens is is dealing easily with Shane Man at the moment as he makes his way to the top. Bullfrog splash, like he did to his daddy. Oh! Well, you would thought that's what he would have done, but no. Swanton bomb. Shane McMahon put the knees up, and Shane is coming down on that. It's probably not going to help. And do you think you see a man the size of Kevin Owens be able to fly through the air like a cruiserweight? Shane's like, I think you broke my knee. (laughs) And Owens is up at the same time as McMahon, but Shane O'Mac with the big jabs. Oh, which way did he go? Working the body. Well, he worked the body, head would come off. Oh, now he's working the head. <laughs> and now he's Irish ripping Kevin Owens. Oh, a lovely spinning back elbow from Shane O'Mac. Here comes the money. Now, obviously, he haven't got the energy he did when he first uh, began the match. But trying to build up head of steam. That's so fucking stupid. And kicks him back. Oh, fucking punches. There we go, Owens. Catching him with a back elbow. Oh. Shane O'Mac with a lovely spinning DDT, though, to counter Kevin Owens' offence. Can Shane take advantage of this? Maybe he doesn't want to. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes Shane McMahon reminds me of someone just throwing darts at a board. <laughs> you know, like, where's this going to land? How should we throw this one? Shane, Shane McMahon. What's he going to do? On the top. Goes for a shooting star <laughs> and misses. <laughs> well, Dan, if you go, for, if you aim for the moon, he missed. You still a star. But he went for a shooting star. He missed. Completely fucked it. <laughs> and uh, Kevin Owens is going to take advantage of that. This is the least successful high-flying manoeuvres in a match so far. That's 0 it's, for 2. Here comes Owens. Bullfrog oh. splash and it hits the mark. 1, 2. Oh, oh. Shane O'Mac kicking out. Ah, that might have broken the rib of Shane O'Mac. It broke the rib of Vincent Mann. And Shane showed a toughness. Managed to get shoulder up. Let's see a replay of Shane. Boing. <laughs> nice spring though to be fair to him pop up power bomb oh no Shane holds on got the cross arm breaker in he's going for the triangle and he's got Owens down and I never thought we've seen Shane Man trying to move like this maybe Owens wasn't suspecting it don't tap out Kevin tap go on tap don't go on tap no Kevin no look at oh well the rope break won't help because it's no disqualification no. and if Shane pulls himself that's just going to put it oh managed to pull himself off he managed to get some separation. And Shane now just kicking Owens back, trying to get submission back in. Oh, Fools. he's got it. Fools count oh, anywhere. No, that's going to hurt Shane in a minute. Yeah, I know. Well, what goes up? <laughs> Shane. We know it's coming. Yeah. Uh, oh. You see Shane bracing for it as well. He's like, <laughs> bang. Looked like he was taking a shit. He hit the stairs. But Owens powered him up, powered him into the steel stairs. But if you knew it was coming or not, that's still going to fucking hurt. And now Owens going for the pin. And oh. Well, false count anywhere and even on a 
top of a set of steel steps. And I think that gives Shane a slight advantage as well, Falls Count here, because if he does cr- try something crazy, he can take advantage by just like an arm draping over or something like that as well, can't he? So we don't know in this one at the moment. And look at Shane trying to use his cell to get up. But Owen's just kicking him back down again. Is he kicking a McMahon while he's down? And what's Owen's looking for now? Does that look like a no, longer table? it's a normal length table. I think yeah? it's just the way he had it. Just a kind of optical illusion. The angle of the dangle. <laughs> the table's set up on a cage on the head of the cell. And show it man's prone bodies on Cannonball. the table. Yeah, Owen's on the apron. Here we go. Cannon. <laughs> Snap the table clean in half, but Shane McMahon managed to move out the way I was. He'd have been snapped clean in half. Well, that little Kevin Owens was thrown out of a moving auto vehicle. <coughs> and that is more ouch, Owens, ouch. Fucking hell. I mean, that looked like the replay sped it up. Uh, real life looked like it had sped up, but that's how fast oh. it was going. Oh, And again, Shane managing to drape an arm over after Kevin Owens' uh, failure. We managed to kick out. Uh, slow motion it. I want to see... Super slow. Do you reckon Shane was like, look, if I've got to take a sick bump, you've got to take a sick bump. Yeah, exactly, yeah. Well, I think Owens is built for bumps as well, so maybe we might see, a couple, you know, something else from him as well. Like in that TLC, uh, like in that um, Money in the Bank match. I yeah. Mean, Owens took a sick bump in that, didn't they? Yeah, I mean, and this is the thing, and this is what Owens can do with him and Shane Man involved. But Shane now has got something else involved. He's got a trash can. Which can only mean one thing, really. I don't think that table was a good weapon. Stop using it. Throws Owens in. Sets him up in a prone position. I think Owens is semi-conscious. Well, yes, but stirring a little bit about the trash can. Being picked up by Shane McMahon. Shane has taken a long time to recover. (laughs) 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 I'm getting too old for this shit. Uh, Damn, I'm getting too old for this shit. Joe Man, ooh. Can he make it? Well, we'll find out after the break. No, here we go, Joe Man. Coast to coast. Is that getting less impressive every time he hits it? Yeah. All right, okay, cool. Well, I thought it was just me for a second, but... It's like he's hurt himself more than the uh, Kevin Owens. <laughs> yeah, I know. The one side of the can's dented that he hit. The other one's perfectly round. Going to drape the hand over Two. again. Oh, what? Owens with a rope break. What, in a no disqualification false count anywhere match? And the cell. Yeah, false count anywhere, even if your legs <laughs> draped on a rope. Yeah, well, yeah, anything goes in Satan's structure, but don't grab that rope. You can get a rope break. You can't get a rope <laughs> break from a submission, but you can get a rope break from a pinfall. <laughs> anyway. They fucked up. Yeah. Well, Shane looking on at Owens. Shane looking up at the top of the cage. Oh, here we go. I mean, that is. A lot taller than the original Hell in a Cell, isn't it? You know? Oh, most definitely, yeah. They extended it to 20 feet. It used to be 16 feet. Because you used to be able to touch off the top ring row, didn't you? Yeah. And now it looks miles up. That actually might be 25 feet in the air. That actually might be, Dan. 35 feet. 35 feet. Open the cage. He's telling the referee to open it. And they say, why? If only there was, like, bolt cutters or something like that underneath the ring... Well, funny you should say that, James. Because Shane McMahon knows exactly where they are as well. He goes, right, I used to work underneath the ring, and I know you keep bolt cutters right in this position here. Why didn't they use them in the match when they got handcuffed? Maybe they... Ah, uh-huh, maybe Biggie didn't see that. Maybe they knew their positions of weapons, but <laughs> didn't know where the uh, Shane's were. struggling to snap the chain. 
So you've been up to much, Dan? <laughs> <laughs> what what plans you got for tomorrow? Well, you know, oh, really hang on, hang really on. He's managed to do it. Hey! Yeah, he's out. Now, how's he going to get Kevin on top of the cage? Maybe he doesn't want Kevin on top of the cage. Well, oh, I'll yeah, tell you put how. Him through. If he's looking up there, does he want to put him through? Would you put him through there or would you throw him off the side? How would you do it? I'd throw him off the side. I wouldn't mind throwing him through because I've Out of mankind. The canvas. I'll do second mankind. Through the, <laughs> <laughs> through the cage. Well, we get someone to back a truck up, we can rikishi him. Yeah. <laughs> well, let's see if anything happens here in this one. As now Kevin Owens to the outside. Well, this is occasional hell in the cell. Remember, this is a fool's count anyway, match, James. Well, of course, uh, anything, this is all legal if he doesn't Unless you're first stroked over the rope, Yeah, unless, you, unless you've got rope break. Submission or pinfall round here. Oh, did Owens just go for a low blow? I think and he a did. DDT on top of the steel check plate ramp. Oh, my, and how thin, uh, well, that's not. There is no mats. No, there's no mats here. And that is at least two and a half, three quarter inch thick steel. Well, you can see the indentations on Shane McMahon's skull as he rolls back. And Owen's looking to be one step ahead of Shane McMahon after taking a brutal bit of punishment ever since that mistake with a cannonball. Oh, and crutches him on the cage door. <laughs> Fucking hell. Uh, well, the three Shane McMahon children at ringside will be the only Shane McMahon children at the moment. Indeed. Because <laughs> yeah, it just made him... Go up an octave there. He's gone from tenor to soprano. But Kevin Owens, though, trash-talking earlier, having a good time now. <laughs> That's overreaction. But now, seeming to take Showman seriously. He's not fucking around now, is he? You know what I mean? He might have been playing around earlier, but now he just wants to hurt Showman. Man. And look at that. Oh, my God. Dragging his face along the cage. Oh, nearly announced tables now. Well, Kevin Owens is going to monitor that situation. <laughs> He's rearranging the furniture. It's Shane with a little TV screen. Well, Owens now placing him on the announce table. Note that's what really started this thing. And this is what Kevin Owens wants to do to finish it. Now he's jumping up on Tade. <laughs> and now Owens, what's he got planned here? Like I said, off the barricade onto Shane McMahon. Oh! The announcer's still there. Owens is looking up at the cage. No. Is he going to take things a step further? It looks as if he is. You crazy bastard, Kevin Owens. He's climbing up the hell in a cell. Holy shit. Someone's going to get hyped. 25 feet in the air. Why can't they climb like this in a fucking cage, man? <laughs> ladder match. Or a ladder match, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I know. Kevin Owens going all the way to the top. And Kevin Owens looking over, and that's some height there, you crazy bastard. Got a mad look in his eyes. No, he can't. No, don't. No, he don't. can't. Oh. Kevin Owens there. No. He wants to jump, but I think he's holding himself back. <laughs> Come on, Kevin. Build it up in you. No, he can't. He just ain't got it in him. Trying to psych himself up to jump. Everything in his whole body is holding him back. <laughs> and they've positioned that nicely to have the head in the cell across the head in the cell actual structure. Oh, and now Shane O'Mac's climbing up. Well, does Owens realise? He does now. This is going to be easy pickings for Owens, won't it? 
I used to do this in Hell in a Cell matches on WWE and you used to be able to just kick him off as yeah, soon as they get to the top. Exactly, yeah. What is he going to let him up for? Well, he is. Punch him up, man. He's teetering. Oh. Oh. The ref stood there, though. Referee's right under him. Oh, Shane managing to fight back, though. Oh, my God. And Shane McMahon managing to get to the top of Hell in a Cell. Uh-oh. This ain't going to be good for either of them. Go on, pop up power bomb, Shane McMahon, right through the top of the cell. <laughs> Shane McMahon saying, bring it on, bitch. Both on top of Hell in a Cell. Here comes Owens. <laughs> Both men wailing away at each other. That's a good visual. Shane McMahon fighting off. Side oh. Russian leg sweep. Think, Shane hurt himself as well. I think that structural there bended. And I tell you something here, if you fall from here, this is a career ender. How's the ref going to count that? This is monkey nuts. He just hit the side of the... <laughs> yeah, referee has to go up there. And then when he comes down, he'll go, for fuck's sake. <laughs> Drops an elbow on another ref. And Owen's getting slammed! Oh! oh! <laughs> and it rocks Shane back. That's great. <laughs> Shane. You do make me laugh. Hey, yo. <laughs> oh, my God. Look at this. Both men just lying on top of hell in a cell. It needs to have a big bump now, doesn't it? Otherwise, it's anticlimactic. It's like Both men climb down. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's safe to get in the ring. <laughs> Good day, sir. Oh, here we go. Shane McMahon. Combination on Owen. But Owen's response slowly. And Shane. Oh, fucking hell. Suplex on Owen's. Well, that whole top rattled then. And I tell you something, one more and both men will be down. And not the easy way either. Nah, it's so precarious. Oh, KO's managing to fight back though. Bones and Shane. Oh, oh super kick. I think they've added something else to that top there to make it even more secure. Because at the moment, Owens... Oh, oh running sent on, and they're all doing it on that same square as well. If that was fucking <laughs> WWE game, that would be bright red, know. that square. It's eerie, so that means it's silent. They're just waiting for something to happen, you know, fighting on top. I mean, I don't know how long this match has been going on, but it's like 25 minutes now. <laughs> it has been going on for a while. <laughs> like, I'm not, I'm not got a problem with that. I just, you would like an end to it. And this could be the very end. Oh, my God. Oh, no, Shane. Oh. <sighs> Move over to a different part of the cage. Exactly. Shane backdropping Owens to the same part. It still doesn't break. Oh, no, no. Shane McMahon there. Punches to Owens. I thought he was going to try and pop up Powerbomb him and then. <laughs> and they both carefully... Oh, no. Owens went back on it. Well, I thought for sure there, Dan, that that was the end of Shane McMahon. Fucking hell, I don't know what to say. Well, what else can they do here? Praise the bloke that built the cage. Yeah. Praise be to you. Well, if no one's going through it, someone's bound to go off it. And Kevin Owens is having a look over the edge. Well, maybe Owens, yeah, is trying to put Shane McMahon down safely, you see. He's got hold of him now. Here you go. I'll, I'll take you off the side. Oh! Oh, oh Shane luckily putting the brakes on. <laughs> Otherwise, he would have taken the, uh, the quick way down off the cage there. Still can't believe the fight Shane McMahon's got in him. Uh-oh. Shane ducking. Spinning heel kick to the midsection. It looks like he's trying to work Kevin Owens to the edge of the ring, uh, to the edge of the uh, cage. Well, right on top. Here comes Shane to Owens. Oh, Owens takes him out. 
And Owen's now going to get safely down from the top of Hell in a Cell. But Shane McMahon's following him. And Owen's in a position now. He's finally getting down the side of the cage. But Shane's following him. Shane. Oh, this is going to end badly for someone. And they're both down. Wasn't it Ambrose and Rollins? They both went through the announce table at the same time. Yeah. Well, Owen's there. He's in trouble. Shane, oh, they're losing his grip. Well, Owens has actually got some fouls. Shane ain't. <laughs> no, and Shane's the one doing the kicks. Oh, heads off the side of the cell. And again. Oh, Owens was teetering. One more. Ascent- oh. Oh, he must have been 15 foot in the air then. At least 25 foot in the air, yeah. And he came crashing down. And, and it, it hurts, hurts inside. It does. Referee's checking on it. Gavin Owens in serious trouble. Off the side of the head in the cell. Well, he must have internal bleeding. Saying that, though, out of all the ways to come off the head in the cell. That's probably... That'd be my... <laughs> no, not like a one away. Well, no, wait a minute. Where Shane is. <laughs> <laughs> right now. <laughs> Spray yeah, the ankle. Exactly, yeah. Well, hey. Oh, my God. Look at the instant replay of that. But Kevin's... Owens falls so fast. I don't know whether it's his way, but... He just fell fast. Oh. Why is Shane Man not just going to go for the cover straight away before the doctors can attend to Kevin Owens? I think that's what Shane's doing now. Oh, no. Shane mm. McMahon is not content with just Owens going <laughs> for a table. It's not enough. It's not enough. All right, look. Everyone paid to see Shane take a big bump. So Shane, by God damn it, is going to take a big bump. Even that, or he's going to put Owens back up the cell and throw him off the side. Fair play to him lifting Owens up though. <clears throat> well, after this like near over half hour of brutal action here, Shane McMahon is now making another announce table available. They're <laughs> <laughs> gonna try and destroy more announce tables than Braun Strowman did. <laughs> yeah. Well Shane McMahon it's, it's, it's crazy. Don't land on those pencils. Yeah, for God's sake. If you fall in 25 foot, does that signify the end of this, Dad? Should you have gone? Shame McMahon, eh? Well, I'm starting to think I should have done. What? Owens is a twitching mess on the announce table. No, Shane McMahon scaling the hell in the cell. Come on, Shane. This is, this is crazy. Enough's enough. You already put the man through the table. There's no point being all the way to the top. Oh, my God. Oh, my Buddha. And Shane McMahon's there. And this is crazy. This is sickening. <sighs> and he hasn't even jumped yet. And Kevin Owens, this is the end of KO. <sighs> Crosses himself. Good landing, Shane. You're getting Owens. What? Oh! Oh! Oh, Wait Owens a minute. moved. Well, no. Wait a minute. Sami Zayn. Where? I'm sure that was Sami Zayn then. He, he just pulled Kevin Owens out of the way. Sami Zayn <laughs> pulled Kevin Owens off. <laughs> and Shane McMahon <coughs> has gone right for the announce table. Fucking hell. I thought it was... I don't want to say it. I don't want to say it because I don't want to sound fucking stupid. Like, well, Sami Zayn, say Kevin Owens. I can't believe it. Dan, what do you think of that? <laughs> that was totally unexpected. I mean, these two... We've seen the fucking hellacious battles these two have been through in the past. I mean, they was Sami Zayn was Kevin Owens' best man at his wedding, and then they just went to the worst of enemies. And now Sami Zayn's came to 
help Owens out. I why? Mean, why? Yeah, exactly. Why has he? Why, Sammy? Why have you done this for? Why have you saved Owens for? Do you know what you've Sammy done? Sammy Zayn's dragging Owens over to Shane McMahon oh. for the pin. What have you done, Sammy? He's sold his soul to the devil. He's pushing the medical stuff, that fat bloke. <laughs> <laughs> he just rolled back. Uh, uh, doctor will see you now. Sammy Zayn. Referee's got to count. Come on, Count ref. it. One, two, three. And Sammy Zayn has cost Kevin Owen, uh, has cost it's... Shane McMahon the, <laughs> shuddering. the match. But does Sammy Zayn know what he's done? He's just betrayed what? the WWE Universe. Shane McMahon, his boss. He's, he's just turned heel. He's, That's so, what he's done. So the most, one of the most likeable guys on the roster. That's turned heel. Sammy Zayn has had a major impact. Major, major impact. impact. On SmackDown now. He's, he's changed the landscape. Kevin Owens just won and... I can't believe this. This is And shocking. he's looking Shane's kids dead in the eye. And Kevin, I think Kevin Owens is as flabbergasted as everyone else is. Has the to... man with the most memorable theme tune ever going. Oh, yeah. We're not going to lose the catches theme tune now, are we? That Shane McMahon has nearly just killed himself in the worst landing than at WrestleMania. Because look at the impact. He fucking bounced. Yeah. There was no protection there. So Shane McMahon has dived off the head of the cell twice and missed twice so do you think he's ever going to get a third time lucky and all that look at the fucking look how close it was I know it was really really close Kevin Owens like fuck I'm going to have to get my ass up and the speed Shane McMahon takes on that I mean ladies and gentlemen hey oh you know this is fake or this is that fake diving off a 25 foot structure onto the floor basically yeah Uh, uh, Dan we've got to get back on track because I've seen the most shocking things. What do you think of the match? What do you think of this um, match before what happened? I honestly wasn't that impressed with the whole match, to be honest. Not, you know, I don't want to take anything away from the fucking massive dives that both these wrestlers took, and I wouldn't want to take either of them, but yeah, I don't know. I think it was more shock factor that Sami Zayn yeah. assisted Owens in the victory and not only helped pulling him off the table, but turning Shane O'Mac over and dragging Owens over I, I, to Shane's lifeless body. I think that's the thing, isn't it? You know, if it was just that one thing, maybe you could have said he didn't know what he was doing. But after dragging his lifeless body across, you know, it is... It's pushing that fat medic over. But I tell you something, though, I know I shouldn't say it right now, but Sami Zayn as Hill getting a chance on SmackDown, that is something I'm really looking forward to see. Especially, oh, yeah, most definitely. Especially if he's teaming up with Kevin Owens. I mean, that would be... Unless he just forces the referee's head down. But what a great tag team that would be. Um, yeah, I agree with you. Like, it was it was plodding, I'd like to say. You're plodding yeah. along with the match. You're waiting for certain things to happen. When they did, it was shocking. They but, don't wheel him past his kids. But is, <laughs> it, but is it worth of time for just what happened at the end? You I know? don't know. I honestly thought the New Day Usos match in its, in its entirety was a lot better. I do. Well, we were talking about that, Dan. What is your match of the night, then? Uh, New Day Usos. <laughs> Without well, a doubt. Well, out of all of them, the kickoff got uh, one out of five for me. Uh, New Day got four and a half out of five. Orton, three and a half. Corbin, four out of five. That was a good triple threat match in the end, wasn't it? As yeah, it wasn't seen, a bad match, no. As we see shed off with his thumb up, making sure everything's all right. And now we've got to do talking smack. <laughs> um, yeah, the, the women's title match was okay. W title match was awful. That's two and a half out of five. Women's three out of five. 
Yeah, I put awful. Uh, that just killed Nakamura. Yeah, rude. I go three out of five, and Owens and McMahon. I go three and a half out of five, just because of the end of it, you know. But yeah. I think overall it started off really well the pay per view, and then just I kind of slowly faded away again. I think didn't it? it. Yeah, yeah. It started going downhill. You know, no disrespect, because you know I, I'm as much as you love him. I think the Rue Ziggler match was a bit awful. Well, it, it, I'll tell you what it felt like. It felt like a, a SmackDown match, didn't it? It, it didn't make Rude like, you know, it his pay-per-view debut. I think it should have been better for him than that. But they did this with Ziggler versus Nakamura when Nakamura made his debut. didn't use him right. And I think the fact is with Rude as a, a good guy, I think that's not his best character as well. So there's a lot of work to be done, but potential's there. The Nakamura Mahal thing it was just a complete disaster. Uh, Corbin winning will be interesting to see what they do with him uh, but I, yeah I think the new Day Uso match was was the, the match of the night for potential me. match of the year candidate yeah it? well and when you have one of them especially when you're not expecting it it's great but what was your, I mean don't get me wrong there's a couple of holy shit moments in the main event but that's only a couple of moments what is your rank what is your rating out of 10 yeah any reasons why um, again you know you had the brilliant match with uh, Uso's New Day, you know, I can't praise that highly enough. I think that was an awesome match. The Randy Orton Rusev, meh, mate, I, I don't know, I'm kind of thinking maybe if English was slightly involved in it. Yeah. Even if Orton still won, English tried getting involved, he got hit with an RKO. Rusev tried to capitalise on it, he got hit with an RKO. I think that would have made the match better. Well, the thing is, it didn't make any sense, did it? Having no. English not involved in it. It's like having the Singh brothers not involved in the ending of the nakamura Mahal match. It just didn't make any sense. Indeed, yes. You um, know. The triple threat match, I thought that was good. It was fast-paced when Corbin wasn't in control. Yeah. Aside from that, you know, but it was a very good effort by all. Uh, Flair versus Natalia. It wasn't a bad match. Yeah, it was all right, wasn't it? It was all right. Um, you know, the end left things open. You know, Natalia realised that she couldn't win the title, so she had to go to dastardly deeds. Um, the whole Nakamura, I thought that was awful. It absolutely killed Nakamura. Mm-hmm. You know, especially seeing as though in the build-up to it, he, you've, we've seen him take out both the Singh brothers and then hit the King Shasha on uh, Mahal. Yeah. Rude versus Ziggler. Again, you know... Did it take something away from Rude? I mean, Ziggler, we know he's a born loser. Yeah, this is the thing, but it, I, I don't know why they're doing it for. And, and this is annoying thing. Yeah, you know, I'm not saying know. it's how he should be treated, but... It's what they're doing, and this is the thing about it. It's like the treatment of Rusev. It's like the treatment of, uh, of Bray Wyatt, the treatment of Baron Corbin up until maybe this point now. But they, 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 Do you they, think they've got too much good talent? Well, I think they've got the right talent, but it's like the old joke, isn't it? You know, yeah, I'm more and wise when he used to play a piano. The guy said, you're not playing the right. He said, I'm playing the right notes, but not particularly in the right order. So the thing is, they've got all the right wrestlers, but it's because they're not putting them in the right place. I tell you what, it reminds me of a little bit. You know, we were watching 1995. Uh, I was just about to say that, yeah. And you yeah. have like a good wrestler going against a completely useless wrestler. You could have... Four good matches and three crap matches, yeah. i.e. filler matches, but instead they choose to have seven shit matches. Oh, yeah, which I just don't understand. But hopefully they can they can sort it out now, you know, and we'll see what happens. But <laughs> anything else about the pay-per-view before we move on to Talking Smack? No, you know, I'm still a bit flabbergasted by uh, 
Sami Zayn, and yeah. I'm, I'm looking. I'm interested where that one's going to go. I think from all of it, I'm interested to see what Baron's going to do, and what Ty, uh, what uh, Sami Zayn's going to do. Yeah, I think it'd be interesting, and we're going to give it to you now because we're going to have talking smack, and then we'll do the quick raw results, and then we'll bring you what happened, the fallout on SmackDown. All right, so we move on to talking smack, which was straight after. WWE Hell in a Cell and Renee Young and Peter Rosenberg welcomed us to Talking Smack after the shocking heel turn of Sami Zayn, which enabled Kevin Owens to defeat Shane Man to close out the Hell in a Cell pay-per-view we've just watched. Well, the guests for tonight's episode of Talking Smack included the new United States champion, Baron Corbin, former WWE United States champion, AJ Styles, the new... WWE Tag Team Champions, the Usos. Well, when A.M.P. has started off the show by trying to make sense of Sami Zayn's actions at the end of Hell in a Cell pay-per-view. The moment where they were talking about was when Shane climbed up to the top of the cell, trying to land an elbow that he couldn't at WrestleMania 32 against The Undertaker. Well, as Shane dove off the cage, someone pulled Owens off. And replays showed it was Zayn. Well, they discussed how Zayn could do such a thing as done to him throughout their time in WWE. Renee and Peter were also wondering what it holds for the McMahon family going forward, namely Vince and Stephanie. And that would lead to the first guest of the night, Baron Corbin. Well, new WWE United States Champion Baron Corbin or Renee and Peter were talking on the Talking Smack set. And to nobody's surprise, he was in a good mood. And I think he looks really fucking weird when he smiles. Yeah, he does. He does. That is true. The, the name on the nameplate, AJ Styles, and stated that he was no longer the champion. He said it, uh, he also said that it feels good to make the doubters eat their words as he takes home his first ever championship in the WWE. Well, Corbin stated that those who were chanting and where's your briefcase at him fueled his fire to win the match and shut the crowd up. As for John Cena, the one who caused him to lose his Money in the Bank opportunity, Corbin said he'll find John someday to exact revenge. From there, Corbin directed his attention to the keyboard warriors, who also give him a hard time on social media. Now that he holds the United States Championship, he decided to laugh at all of them. Finally, Corbin says he has no respect for anyone in the locker room, and now it is time to get in line to try and take the title from him. So strong words there by Baron Corbin. It can only be a good thing for him, like, can't it? You know, the victory now, trying to build him up. Uh, and we move on to our second guest, who are the Usos. Us. Well, the always entertaining Usos joined Talking Smack with Jay carrying a nice pack for his elbow. <coughs> well, potentially from Xavier Woods when he was attacking him while he was still wearing the handcuffs. The Usos wonder where Daniel Bryan is at, but since they are in a good mood... Uh, but since they are in a good mood after regaining the championships, they'll let it slide. Peter threw Rene under the bus, though, mentioning that how he predicted the Usos to win the kickoff show, to win in the kickoff show, as Rene did not. Peter mentioned how the cell resembled a penitentiary, playing off the Uso penitentiary line they frequently. Uh, after their first time in the cell, Jimmy said that what everyone says is correct. You come out of that match a different person. Well, the Usos do a little rap with Peter being the hype man. Hype! But the brothers want Sweet Beats, a.k.a. Dan- Daniel Bryan, back instead to help them rap. Jimmy Uso mocking those who now finally say they're a good team. And they watch back part of the match on the monitor along with Rene and Peter and hilarious- hilariously ask them to cut out all the parts where Wood was trying to fight back and then resume the tape once the Usos had the upper hand. 
Following that, Jimmy talked about wanting to celebrate and bringing in some stripper poles as he's married to Naomi and asked the producers to cut out that part. But, unfortunately, they're live, so he had to apologise. They then mimicked Booker T's five-time quote. Which quote with Booker T's a day? Um, Hogan, we're coming for you. No, 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 no. The five-time, five-time. Uh, quote that they are tag team champions for the fifth time in their career. The Usos also closed out the interview, mentioning how everyone was sleeping on the Usos and now want to jump on the bandwagon, but they already know how good they are. Guest number three, James, was? Uh, it was AJ Styles, and a bruised and battered AJ Styles was the next guest on Talking Smack, when they introduced him as the former United States champion, AJ Styles, which Styles would say that phrase doesn't sound as cool. Styles was out to show that Corbin's shortcuts wouldn't work against him, but unfortunately that plan went out the window when SmackDown Live General Brian added Ty Dillinger to the match during the kickoff show. Peter mentioned that AJ needed some ice after the way he looked physically. Styles went on to say that this was one of the better pay-per-views because everybody bought it on a night full of brutal matches. You could definitely see the physical toll tonight's match took on AJ Styles. They asked AJ about when he wants to invoke his rematch clause and Styles said, as soon as possible. They then turned their attention to the main event of the evening. Peter stated that AJ had been right in the middle of the Kevin Owens and Shane McMahon feud and was asked about his thoughts. Styles stated that he was confused as to why AJ, uh, as to why Zayn did what he did. AJ says that if Shane needs help to fight Owens and Zayn, he will be there for him. AJ says he's not the best of friends with Shane, but enjoyed him beating the crap out of Owens. Well, <laughs> that would be an interesting matchup if they were going to do, I don't know, a Team Shane versus Team Owens at Survivor Series or something like that. You know, AJ could do most of the work for Shane, or even if it's a tag match, you know. But anyway, after reflecting on that main event, AJ made a decision on Talking Smack that he will invoke his rematch clause against Baron Corbin for the WWE United States Championship this Tuesday on SmackDown Live. AJ the pride of SmackDown and wished him well at his rematch. And everyone said goodbye as Talking Smack drew to its end. So what do you think of Talking Smack, Dan? Yeah, it was, you know, certainly a, a night of ups and downs. I think the main talking point was Sami Zayn. You know, um, even though there was two new champions that night, but I think, you know, Sami Zayn and uh, Kevin Owens kind of stole the show. Yes, what well, the thing, the, the angle happened, yeah, but I think it was, if we look at the, the pay-per-view, ultimately, we had a great Hell in a Cell match to start the show, didn't we? I don't think it was a bad show, and it opens it up now for the, the future, and like we say, we're going to have a look at the Raw and uh, SmackDown results now, and uh, I... Uh, as we move on, yes, Dan, so what happened on, on Raw and SmackDown this week then? Well, I'd like to quote it as the best Raw ever. <laughs> um, well, we started off with uh, the latest edition of Miz TV. Yeah. Uh, Miz was handing out the Mizzies. He gave one to Axel for... Um, who was awarded that for his perseverance, while Seamus and Cesaro were named Best Supporting Actors. And Miz awarded himself the big dog of WWE, Mizzy. Yeah. knock at Roman Reigns. Well, I'll tell you something as well, right? Because I actually was up watching Raw Live. And the reaction the Miz got when he was doing this, you know, the, the, the segment, he was really over with the crowd. And the cheer he gets when he hands out, like you say, that award for big dog. Hang on a minute. 
He, he already because the Miz already talk about the shield and saying he's not worried. Honestly, never gonna happen. Yeah, great, great promo. <laughs> he's meant to be a heel, and yet he's getting the cheers like that because how much they hate Roman Reigns. Remember that they hate Roman Reigns, Dan. They do not cheer for Roman Reigns, and the Miz gives himself the big dog award. Big dog. <laughs> but then what happened? Oh. <laughs> Well, of course, Roman Reigns took a bit of offence to that. And Miz noted that he's on his own. He is. I mean, the Miz was great because everybody was, you know, there was a feeling in the air of S.H.I.E.L.D. like we talked about. And the Miz said, look, look don't, don't worry about... I think he was trying to play it down too much that you actually knew it was going to happen. This is, yeah, this is the thing. But the, the line of uh, the, what the Miz saying of, like, the the rumours... Oh, people thinking the S.H.I.E.L.D. are going to get... You know, uh, they're just rumours. It's not going to happen. So you can already hear the crowd as well. Yeah. Shield, shield. And there you go. Miz has got the crown in the palm of his hand just by that one word, or that one sentence towards the crowd. But nothing but hype. hype, the Miz says. And then Reigns' line. So cool. I'm not here to play any games. I'm going to give y'all one chance to get up out my ring. Whoa! You're going to stand up there by yourself talking like a tough guy? I thought the whole mantra of Roman Reigns is talk is cheap. Roman Reigns is all about action. But you know damn well that you are going to do nothing because there is four of us and only one of you. So, Roman, why don't you go back in the locker room and get Dean and Seth? Because by the looks of it, the rumors of the S.H.I.E.L.D. reuniting are exactly what you are. Nothing but hype. Who said anything about rumors? just like they used to. <laughs> Stalk it. Here comes Rollins, Ambrose, and Roman Reigns. And a battle's underway. Just like days of old, Rollins taken into Sheamus, Ambrose to Cesaro. Reigns is raising hell outside the ring. This is like back to the future. Don't look like the shield is lost.
And there's better hope the closing credits come soon because the A-listers in trouble. The tag champs are closing in on the Intercontinental Champion. This is nowhere to go. This is cornered. Dirty deeds. <laughs> champion Cesaro, Sheamus, and Axel have been laid out. What a moment. I, I, I don't think they're done yet, guys. <laughs> no, we're going to see it. What an exclamation point. boy and then Dean Ambrose comes out the unstable one of course Reigns and Ambrose have teamed up since the shield split so it's not that weird to see these two men together and of course Roman Reigns wearing his own custom t-shirt Dean Ambrose wearing his own custom t-shirt Zanabar look a bit worried in the ring with Axel and Miz but nothing too crazy because it's still 4 on 2 isn't it you know you're worse than the fucking Miz <laughs> And there you go. Seth Rollins' new music hits. <laughs> Seth Rollins' music hits. New music hits. The crowd go crazy because they realise now, finally, since 2014, all three members on the same side. D-A-S-R and R. Like and Seth Rollins bringing out his own custom t-shirt as well. Burn it down. So three individuals there, of course, even though they are tag team champions. But what are they going to do? They're just going to stand there? They're going to fight. Ambrose's face during this, it looks like he's having the time of his life. <laughs> well, Seth and Dean are used to this kind of cheering. Roman's like, what the fuck's going on? Well, this is the thing, right? So now we're going to hear the crowd reaction to Roman Reigns because he just come out and been booed. But now all three men... And I love this bit as well, because this is classic S.H.I.E.L.D. For nobody who's ever seen them before, this is what they used to do. Well, you're talking about, talking about it as if it happened like 15, 20 years ago, James. <laughs> it's like three or four years ago, mate. But it's you've got to understand that. the impact of the S.H.I.E.L.D. They were so well protect, protected. They went out on top. No group in WWE history has ever done that. And now they're back together. And it's on like Donkey Kong. Here Miz we go. runs. <laughs> yeah. Everyone else gets taken out. Yeah, Rollins with Sheamus, Ambrose with Cesaro. I think Axel's a bit uh, under, <laughs> overmatched. <laughs> He's down. <laughs> and through the stairs. What do you think of this little, and now we see a little bit of teamwork. Superman punch. 
This bit's cool, isn't it? Cesaro knocking Ambrose. Superman <laughs> punch. <laughs> Lunatic lariat. King's knee or something like that, isn't it? Yeah, Rollins leaves Sheamus laying. So the Shield finally teaming up. And they spot the Miz. He's like, oh, shit. <laughs> Ambrose's like, wait a minute. Miz is there. He's got away scot-free. So Miz goes, uh, Ambrose goes one way to get him. Rollins to the other. So what do you do? <laughs> Run into ranks. <laughs> Boom. Dirty deeds. Thanks, Corey. I'll really beat you to it, mate. And I'm like, that is so cool. But but come on, we need it, don't we? We need it. We need it more than anything. Look at Ambrose. Look how happy he is. Look. <laughs> Ambrose was the instigator of the <sighs> Shield, though. If it wasn't for Dean Ambrose, yeah, what, Shield getting back together or just in general? In general. Well, I don't think they're done. Oh, Seth trips over. <laughs> he oohs and the crowd go with it. So finally, oh, a shield triple power bomb. Reigns' music hits, which is the shield theme tune anyway. <laughs> so, but, and they get cheered too. But that's not it because the Miz is down. Come on, it's time. <laughs> <laughs> Just the way Ambrose is. Fist each other, boys. Come on. It would have been a long time. Oh. Yes. Ambrose's <laughs> like, what's his noises I'm hearing? I don't understand it. <laughs> the triple fist means the shield are back together. And i got to tell you something, right? I really enjoyed the Hardy's return at WrestleMania. But for me... This is one of the moments of the year for me, to see the Shield come back. Dan, what are your thoughts on the Shield reunion? Um, oh, yeah, you know, it's certainly uh, certainly been a long time coming, so to speak. It's Well, I wouldn't say a long time coming. It's been a few years. But no, you know, it, it is what's best for business. I think they've, they teased it well, bringing Ambrose and Seth back together again. You know, I think that was... A better coming together than all three of them coming together. Yeah, uh, no, I completely agree with you. And I think with this one, they've kind of not rushed it. But if you look at the opponents, you know, the bar and the Miz you would think you wouldn't really want that. You want like three guys who are dog at the moment and then having the shield form to beat them. Do you know what I mean? Like, I tell you who would be a good team, even though it wouldn't happen. The club. The club undisputed era in NXT. Being so yeah. dominant, you know, oh, what three men can beat these three men? And then the shield back together. But... I think it's something WWE needed to do because, like I was saying, the Shield being on top, uh, they went out on top. The Shield went out on top and that doesn't happen in WWE and now they're back together. It's going to be a really interesting ride. But what was after that? What, what was after that on Raw? Um, well, after that, you had Jason Jordan going against Carl Anderson. It was quite a mild match. You know, Jason Jordan did defeat Carl Anderson, but it was quite a mild match in comparison to what had happened. We had uh, Apollo Crews versus Elias Sampson. Um, I think that was quite entertaining because you had uh, Elias Sampson doing his guitar bit. And then uh, to break that up, you had Titus O'Neil coming out playing on a banjo. And he was completely taking the piss, started singing his own song. Um, there's only one thing that pissed me off. There's only one thing that annoyed you. <laughs> uh, let me just... He actually defiled. Well, he did actually annoy me, and Elias done old school. 
What? Elias walked the ropes? Elias walked the ropes. Fucking hell. Indeed, yes. And again, Elias defeated Apollo Crews. And it's getting a bit boring now. Yeah, do you think GPD deserves the move to a better feud? No. I I, I, I don't know. He probably does deserve to go to a better feud, but that move, he shouldn't ever use it. Oh, no, he shouldn't 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 use that. Did it look as nice or did it? No. It looked awful. It didn't have... I don't know. On a better wrestler, perhaps, but no, not on GPD. What about Strowman did it? (laughs) (laughs) Could he get any higher? I don't think he'd be able to reach... And then uh, we had Enzo Amore going on about that he's pissed off that Kalisto's fighting him at TLC. He's only just come into it. So Kurt Angle said, right, fine, fair enough. We'll have it tonight in the main event instead. Oh, so the main event Raw, third time in a row, I think. It will be Enzo versus Kalisto. Yep, and then up next we had Matt Hardy. Start among men, Braun Strowman. So James, take it away. Well, I'll tell you what. I feel a bit sorry for Matt Hardy, especially with a Jeff Hardy injury. You know, uh, being away, and now Matt's kind of stuck with Jordan, like we're saying, and unfortunately had to go against Strowman, and Strowman tore him apart. And not only beat him easily, but then decided to pick him up, and we're probably going to do to him what he did to Kurt Hawkins recently, and put him through the stage. And as we see Strowman now, we know how tough he's... And he's going to do it, but... Oh, oh. Seth, Roman and Dean wearing their... <laughs> Nice new fisting T-shirts. Well, the Shield team, so some of them might not have known they'd done it, but only after coming out less than an hour ago in their own individual T-shirts, have run backstage and got the Shield T-shirts that are available to buy on WWE Shop right now. Yeah, I know. I've seen them on there. <laughs> so they didn't know it was going to happen, but, you know, they are here. And listen to this for Roman Reigns as well. We'll talk about it in a sec, but... The crowd are really loving it. And Strowman, to his credit, doesn't back down. He goes straight for the big dog. He used to back down. He used to be Lesnar before, yeah, after Mania, wasn't it? Ran away. Goes for Roman. Throws him into the LCD screen, but... The Hounds of Justice. When's the last time we saw exactly Ambrose and Rollins and Rattles Spear? Like, listen to the cheer. <laughs> How's that work then? He hits the spear and he gets the biggest cheer probably for the last four years of his career. <laughs> it's still the same guy, don't they realise? It's like, you know. And now these three men just beating down Braun Strowman. What do you mean used to call it a numbers game? <laughs> they used to call it a numbers game. Back in my... Oh. Uh-oh. They're heading towards the announce table. We know what's going to go on here then. Well, the most dominant superstar of WWE this year, Braun Strowman, is getting his ass handed to him by the Shield and have not finished yet. Well, he's used to putting big people through yeah. announce <laughs> tables, but not so much used to going... Reigns, ooh-ahs, and the crowd go with it. Oh, triple power bomb. (laughs) And they put him for it. I think they should have fisted on top of here as well, but they didn't, which is a little bit of a shame. Well, they were fisting on the T-shirt. I know, they were fisting on the T-shirts, they're fisting in the ring. And Ambo's going, is that what you want? That's what the shield is like. 
back together. Well, nipple slip from Strowman. Well, and what was interesting about this, because it added someone else to the match, because at TLC it was going to be <laughs> the Bar and the Miz versus the Shield, but now it's going to be Dan. Uh, it's going to be the Bar, the Miz, and right, uh, Braun Strowman as well. Yeah. So it's going to be four on three. Which is disadvantage, unless you're the Shield. But uh, we'll move on. What happened after um, that, Dan? Up next, we had Mickey James saying uh, why she felt so different from the rest of the women's locker room. Going on and on and on. And then uh, Alexa Bliss came out. Lovely. Good girl. <laughs> and, uh, you know, Mickey did beat her down and sent her packing. And then uh, after that, we had a 205 Live tag match. Mustafa Ali and Cedric Alexander going against the Hill, Jack Gallagher and the Brian Kendrick. Which was interesting as well. It wasn't the greatest of matches, but did Kendrick they... defeated Alexander and Mustafa Ali. Did uh, well, the Ali and uh, Alexander seems a bit weird, but did Kendrick and Gallagher look like a good team? We know we saw lots of 205 Live build between these two. Yeah, they worked quite well together. You know, it was it was quite a short but sweet match. Oh, no, right, yeah. Um, and then another... Twist to the tape. Bray Wyatt introduces the world to Sister Abigail, and uh, we were throwing out rumours there on who it could be. He could be. Yes. Should we say? And uh, disappointed. Uh, I was extremely disappointed. I mean, for Bray Wyatt, this character who had the potential to be the next Undertaker, and it's obviously they've given up on him now. To give. Yeah. I mean, what is? Explain for anybody who didn't didn't know what is what Sister Abigail? Dan, what is it in the end? Um. It was Bray Wyatt with a dirty dishcloth draped over his head, putting on a silly voice. Honestly. I... And, uh, well, you'll see from uh, the John Cena reaction to uh, Kane's pyro going off there. On that raw, they was teasing like the, uh, the start of Bray Wyatt. Yeah. And, you know, for him to go from that to this in quite a short time, it's... It's not been a great year. For for a man who has been WWE champion this year, it's not been great. If you put in the, the House of Horrors match you had with Orton, you put in all this kind of feud with the Balor. The LCD fucking Ugh, maggots yeah. and creepy crawlies on the ring. That was just awful. It, it's, 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 it's been awful for him this year. And I, I just can't wait until they end it. And I, and I feel that, yeah, it's not going to work for Bray. It's not going to work for Bray. What else happened? Um, Well... Five women, Sasha Banks, Emma, Alicia Fox, Bailey and Dana Brooke. Yes, Dana Brooke is still around. She's still employed, that's good. Um, They all said, well, Oscar in her first match at TLC. I've no idea why. Why would you want to do that? Yeah. Why would they want to become Oscar's first victim? But anyway, they all put in a couple of valid reasons why they should face her. So to settle it, they said, right, you'll have a fatal five-way elimination match. And uh, Brooke was eliminated early. Bailey was eliminated after. Um, and then Banks was on the receiving end of a two-on-one assault from Emma and Alicia Fox, even though they kind of fell out during a tag team match when uh, Emma left Fox stranded. Right. But a bank statement led to the elimination of Alicia. And then Emma seized, up, seized an opportunity, rolling Banks up and scoring the victory. It wasn't the greatest of matches. No, but Emma, yeah, like you said, gets a win. But unfortunately, has it's to face... follow up to a loss. Yeah, has to face <laughs> Oscar at TLC. 
And then, what? Well, I guess it's main event time then, wasn't and it? It is, yes. And if you thought the Shield <laughs> getting back together was the best moment of the night, sorry, my friend, you was wrong. And it is a Lumberjack match for the Cruiserweight Championship. And I'm sure by the excitement in my voice, you can tell there's only one way this match was going to go. Yes, Enzo retained by the sounds of it. And it was Kalisto versus Enzo Amore. And it wasn't the greatest of matches. I think the outside bits was good. Um, It was an impressive superplex off the top, which Kalisto delivered to Enzo. Fucking hell, Chelsea Chelsea 2-1 down. Um, Yeah, there was a good match when all the guys, all the Lumberjacks on the outside started brawling and a superplex from Kalisto to Enzo to the outside onto the lot of them. That was quite impressive. Uh, But no, a saluted outside from the top rope. And new cruiserweight champion. The fucking reign of terror is over. So you were happy about... uh Kalisto winning the cruiserweight title. Oh, I was over the moon, yes. And uh, I didn't think the night could peak after. Fucking Jermaine Defoe, you bastard. Yeah, I know, cunt. So I was pointing out to you. Oh, I didn't even notice it. Um, <clears throat> yeah, you know, I thought that the Shield reuniting was good, but Kalisto winning <laughs> was better. Well, <clears throat> score correction 1 0. Yes! Uh, <laughs> But so uh, so so the main event we had uh, we had a hand, uh, lumberjack match. We did yes. So all the cruiserweights from the cruiserweight division. All the cruiserweights from ringside. the division was ringside on a- the outside. Apart from one man. Apart from one guy, yes. Yes, right. Because rumours are flying around regarding ne- Neville's status with WWE or status after he missed this week's episode of Monday Night Raw and then the following night's episode of Two O Five Live. Those rumours indicate he quit the promotion and plans for both shows had to be changed at the last minute because of it. There are a few reports of the situation floating around. Pro Wrestling Sheets notes Neville was the one originally set for the Lumberjack match that happened in the main event of Raw this week and he was scheduled to lose. And he walked out before the show started and Kalisto was moved into that spot. And as you saw it, he was booked to win the title. Well, the rest of the observers also report that Neville walked out for Raw while adding WWE is currently denying that he quit the company. Uh, Dave Meltzer reported the Enzo Moore vs. Kalisa match wasn't supposed to happen until TLC. Well, as of now, no one has been willing to go on record with any reporting or even speculation on what may have caused Neville to walk out. He's been quiet on social media going back to September the 28th. And, of course, we'll update you as any more details become available. Well, 7-2 Man City. Fucking hell. Uh, well, one of the things that we're hearing is, is, is very... I'm not going to say it's a level of CM Punk. Uh, I'm cut. really quiet. Huh? I'm really quiet. Uh, so, yeah, like I said, we get reports. And I'm not going to say it's CM Punk-esque him walking out uh, the night after the Royal Rumble in 2014. But uh, it, it's kind of similar. I think you... You have to look at uh, the Austin Aries situation of a guy who wasn't happy his position with the cruiserweights and decided to walk away. Would you be happy losing to Enzo fucking... And, and then being booked again to lose on the Monday Night Raw before uh, he actually, you know, has a match. But he said that... Um, but latest reports said that he was never backstage at Raw despite early reports saying that he left. But he said one of the potential factors 
is that the kickoff show, the Cruiserweight Championship match against Austin Aries, was left off the WrestleMania 33 DVD, which prevented him from receiving royalties as well. And he says he also asked for his release so he could make a bigger name for himself on the independent scene, similar to Drew McIntyre, who was being released before winning the NXT title. But I'll ask you, no offence to McIntyre, but Neville's already been Cruiserweight Champion. So to go away and come back and do exactly the same, isn't it? Kind of repeating yourself, you know? Well, he, you're forgetting he's a former uh, NXT champion. No, Neville? Yeah. No, that's, what, that's my point. There's yeah. no point in him going away, coming back, and then being NXT champion again, is there? Like, Well, is there any more that he could do in World War Smackdown? Well, this is what he thinks he can. It, the question is, I think Neville could. I think Neville quite happily. We've seen with his character this year... Well, you know, at the start of the year, you can remember me saying, I want to see more Neville, and we've saw fucking loads of Neville, and now we're seeing no Neville. Because the cruiserweights were treated differently. Even with him as champion, it was all kickoff matches. Enzo's finally had, you know, got the title, and he was in the main event of Raw, you know, and maybe Neville's got annoyed by that as well. One interesting thing, because the Bullet Club have uh, caused a lot of uh, friction in WWE over the past few weeks. The Young Bucks have already been on Twitter with a picture of the Bullet Club t-shirt, at Neville. So maybe that, what you know, Neville could do that possibly. Neville, yeah, I a... think the young bucks are just trying to be assholes because they said, "What about Daniel Bryan? So why don't you get yourself fired, yeah. mate? Well, or take a picture with us." But this is the thing, and at least you know they're still. And maybe this is what Neville's thinking. Maybe oh yeah, I can have great matches and be treated the way I want to, as opposed to this kind of low glass ceiling on uh, Monday Night Raw. But it's it's really interesting. I mean, I really like Neville. Like I say, like you just said, I know you're a huge fan of Neville as well because you want to see more of him. Are you upset that he potentially could be leaving? I am, yes, definitely. Okay, so that's the Neville situation. Like I say, if you get any more updates, we'll let you know. Well, I've certainly enjoyed seeing Neville in 205 Live. Yeah, he's, he's made it a good show, you know, and he does have good matches. Uh, but we move on to Tuesday night. We talk about Neville not being on 205 Live. Talk about SmackDown. What was SmackDown results? Dan, you watch it. That's your um, show. Yeah, well, the Usos kick off the show. They called out uh, the New Day. And, uh, you know, they've kind of call, called uh, an Oose truce, shall we say. And, uh, a trousseau. <laughs> a trousseau, yes. And uh, so, of course, they need someone to challenge them. So that brought out the Hype Bros. Before you get onto the hype, bros, I should say that was quite a nice moment with the Usos and the New Day because we've seen how long the feud's yeah. going. It was a sign of respect between the two teams and I that after this. Do you know what I mean? It Most was like yeah. the fair play. And like, yeah, like you said, we had the four teams. We had uh, the team you just mentioned. And what are the other um, three? Shelton, Benjamin and Chad Gable. Or Shelton Gable and Chad Benjamin. <laughs> um, and then... One of your favourites, Brizango. Yes. And, of course, uh, Brizango's wannabe friends, The Ascension. Um, there was a good line that uh, Jim Uso said to uh, Mojo, and he says, why don't you sit on the sidelines like you did during your NFL career? <laughs> Wanker. And then Woods was like, no, 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 Brizango's cool. And then they all <laughs> agreed that they liked their uh, Brizango moments, like the fashion Fashion falls, and we had... Uh, the Pulp Fiction Files as well, didn't we, on SmackDown? Yeah, but... Um, I'll get wait till you cover that. <laughs> we, well, we went on to a fatal four-way number one contenders match. Hype Bros, Benjamin and Gable, Brizango and The Ascension. It wasn't the greatest of matches. Um, but Benjamin and Gable do win via pinfall. Yeah, it was a nice closing sequence, wasn't it, really? Uh, suplexes and all this kind of stuff. And I yeah. think the right team won, didn't they, you know? Oh, most definitely. Uh, up next, we had... 
Becky Lynch, the Irish last kicker, going against Carmella. Carmella. <laughs> um, that was awful. It wasn't really a good match. Uh, Becky Lynch locks in a disarmer to... Who, whose fault do you think that is? Do you think it's Becky Lynch's fault or do you think it's... Carmella's. Why is it Carmella's fault? I don't know. I just don't think she works that well. Um, I don't know. She, she's just not impressing me. I think James Ellsworth things got old and boring. But I think Lynch has got a little bit boring. No offence to her. I think because she's not being positioned right. A little bit stale herself. And I think if she's the, obviously, the more experienced one, she should be able to help, you know, pull Carmella... And that have a have a good match. I mean, the women's division on SmackDown is a bit odd at the moment, isn't it? But yeah. anyway, what happened after that? Um, well, during the the SmackDown, what the towards the beginning of it, they did show like the locker rooms, and they said we will get a comment out of Sami Zayn over what happened on Sunday night. And um, Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens were sharing a locker uh, a locker room. Oh, so you know, obviously, but um, Owens limped out the ring and. Bragged about his winner hell in a cell and his death experience during the bout, and he introduced Sami Zayn as his guardian angel. <laughs> Sami Zayn, no, he didn't come out wearing rings and a ha- wearing wings and a halo. Don't he worry, Shawn Michaels at entrance for WrestleMania twenty five. Indeed, yes, <laughs> he wasn't uh, lower down from the yeah, ceiling. Exactly, yeah, but um, no, you know they uh, they were just basically bigging each other up, and uh, the two men embraced. And they did say that uh, Shane McMahon is gone and is never coming back. I think the thing with Sami Zayn, he need, we talk about babyface tendencies and we've just spoken about Neville and that kind of hill character he's had this year, he's taken away everything that the fans like. I think with Sami Zayn, because he is so bloody likeable, he's like a human muppet, well, isn't that's, he? You that's know? what I was saying, but he said that when he was powerbombed onto the ring apron, that opened his eyes. He's he's opened his eyes to Kevin Owens. He's been an arsehole. And he's got a championship. He's got himself title after title after title. Main event, main event, main event. Sami Zayn's been sat in the background doing absolutely fuck all. And he's been a good guy. He's been getting cheered, you know. He's been coming out, dancing with the crowd, you know. And he's... It does make sense to him. But he does need to do... Uh, like I say, we're here, you need to have the, the reason why. But he needs to cut his smile in or, or get rid of that completely. I think but he, I have never seen Sami Zayn happier. Well, it's the thing, I don't think I think he needs a shave and a snarl because I think otherwise people are going to get confused because Sami, like I say, is so likable. He needs to make sure people don't like him anymore, you know? And uh, and that is difficult to do because Kevin Owens has that ability. Even though people like him, you know, the thing is with it is that when he gets on the mic or he's, what he does during the matches, you dislike Kevin Owens and that's what makes him a yeah. great heel as opposed to Sami Zayn. So, I think Zayn's got a little bit more work, but I'm interested to see what happens. Yeah, you know, I'd like a Sami Zayn heel turn. I think, you know, he's if he starts uh, turning into an arsehole, and, you know, the, I think the fans are going to kind of react along with it as well. Yeah, he needs to, you know, build up the uh, kind of the arrogance of him as well, you know, not make sure he's a person of people. Indeed, yes. But up next was the... We saw six teams kick off the show... But none of them are in the fucking shadow of the next tag team that come up. And that is... Hype Bros! Close. Close. Close to the Hype Bros. Well, no, nowhere near. Um, Shinsuke Nakamura and Randy Orton teaming up. I mean, 
Better tag team ever? No, never. No, all right. Uh, I'm not going to disagree with you. Um, and they went against uh, Rusev and Aiden English. Um, Orton looked to, to put away Rusev early, but Aiden English interfered to save him. The heels took turns stomping on the Viper. Randy Orton taking quite a bit of punishment. Eventually got a tag to Nakamura, who come in, baiting a granny out of English, and then he and Orton zeroed in on Rusev and left him down for the count. Um, Nakamura hits Rusev with a roundhouse kick. Orton follows it up with an RKO. And then King Shasha onto English. Bang. But, so, who was it? Who, Aiden English and Rusev? Yeah. And was Aiden English now a, a top-tier talent? Is he a top heel on SmackDown? I mean, he's... I mean, well, like, he's, he's Rusev's new BFF, isn't he? Yeah, but I'm saying, like, a team of Nakamura and Orton... It, you know, no respect to English, but is there anybody that, you know, is on that hill level? I mean, Owens and Zayn match, Nakamura versus Orton, that would be cool. But but they wouldn't want to bury Owens and Zayn. No, they just want to keep burying Rusev, didn't they, in oh, England? Of course, over and over yeah. again. Um, and then we had the glorious Bobby Roode going against Dolph Ziggler. Well, not going against, but they crossed paths again, I suppose. Um, well, I don't know. It's uh, the show off entered his music hit, and then it record screeched out, and then it was nothing. Darkness, no LCD. You know, it was just black going into yeah. it. And he showed how rude cheated. Yes, James, you scoff at that, but he did cheat to beat Dolph Ziggler. And I mean, if you've got a cheat to beat Ziggler, you must be shit. You know. But um, well, that was the main event. No, Corbin Styles. Oh yeah, Corbin Styles. Yeah, yeah, sorry. This was again for Rude, just a filler match. You know, it was uh, the calm before the storm. Who did he beat? He didn't. He didn't no, have a match. no one. <laughs> so no, yeah, he, but Zig- uh, Ziggler walked away though. Ziggler didn't want any of Rude. Well, they want a they want another match, but uh, Rude agreed, and Ziggler started walking. He said, "Nah." Yeah, exactly. Ziggler's scared. Ziggler's scared. We'd do it on another day. Uh, I should say we didn't have the uh, the fashion files segment this week on SmackDown like we were promised. We should have had the Pulp Fiction inspired episode, but it didn't air on SmackDown Live because, like you said, Breezango was actually in the match, but they did say. So let's hope maybe. To be. Exactly. Maybe we'll get to see it. But yeah, on to the main event. But, you know, again, uh, I think, you know, 2B, Bludgeon Brothers, 2Bs, Bludgeon Brothers. Yeah. Well, yeah, exactly. Well, during tonight's episode of SmackDown Live, WWE had a promo for the return of former White family members Luke Harper and Eric Rowan. It appears as though they will be known as the Bludgeon Brothers going forward. So like you said, Dan... Bludgeon Brothers, but I think this has got like Wyatt Family Return fucking <laughs> written all over it. Soon. Now, what do we do with Bray Wyatt? I oh, will put him back with Eric Rowan and Luke Harper. <laughs> yes, and um, the United States Championship rematch was on card was was on the card for the main event for SmackDown. Baron Corbin and AJ Styles with his rematch there. Um, it was quite a good match. Uh, yeah, it was really well worked. I mean, I, like we said, uh, like I said at Hell in a Cell, Styles can't have a bad match. 
and one-on-one with Corbin, it made Corbin look good, and this is what made Styles so good as well. Really back-and-forth effort, but what happened in the end? Um, well, in the end, they traded blows back and forth, but Corbin withstood Styles' best shots, and he responded with the end of, uh, end of days to secure the factory. Uh, to score the factory. <laughs> factory. To score the, I'm reading ahead, sorry. To, to secure the victory. And then, uh, yeah, you know, he rubbed the win in the fans' faces. Look at that, sorry. He's 5'5". Five five. <laughs> I'll be right four. That Thank was just a score. He's 5'5". Five five. You should beat East 5'5". Five five, Danny four, Rose, five, he's four. gone down now. He's placed for Mansfield. Fucking hell, 7-2 City Stoke. 9-0 Peterhead. Fuck me, there's been some goals yes. scored today. Uh, yeah, sorry. Yeah, uh, Corbin wins to retain. Isn't that a bit of a shock? Uh, it is a shock and not a shock, seeing as what AJ said at the end of uh, said on Talking Smack about helping Shirt Man out. Uh, but to lose to Corbin clean straight afterwards, I mean, it's interesting, isn't it, you know? Yeah, well, you know, it is helping out Corbin, I think, more than it is Styles. I mean, since Styles has been there, he's won the heavyweight champion, well, the world championship, and he's won the US title. You know, he's done... More than enough in his, what, first year and nearly two years nearly now. Nearly two years now. You know, it's incredible to think. Uh, what, do you, what do you want Corbin to do next? Where do you want Corbin to... If you were going to pick Corbin's next feud for the US title, who would you have it against? Well, he, I don't think he's going to do the open challenge. Um, I don't know. What about Randy Orton? No. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> or, you know... Don't be rude. Bobby Roode, maybe, yeah, but then again, you might want Corbin to hold on for it a little longer. So, oh, right. so he can, he's alright beating Randy Orton, <laughs> yeah, but can't yeah, beat exactly. fucking the fuck off. So, Ty Dillinger, maybe, for the time being, and then beating Orton, and then losing to Roode, you know? Anyway, so that was SmackDown. What did you think of Raw and SmackDown? What was better this week? Uh, Raw. Yeah. Definitely. You know, uh, I don't think anyone could ever top Kalisto taking the title yeah. away from Enzo Moore. I know, the, the Shield reunion... Was something to behold. Yes, it was okay. Yeah. Yes, they could have been better circumstances for it, but still, we saw it. But that is Hell in the Cell, and the week that was right afterwards. Uh, but nothing else to say. If you want to tell us what you thought of Hell in the Cell, or Hell in the Cell, or Raw, or SmackDown, or anything like that, uh, you can contact us on Twitter at WWE Network Review or at Vince McDan WWE. I'm at Jones Score Rollins. We're also on Facebook. Uh, we've also got a friend on Twitter. Oh, shit. We've also got a friend on Twitter. Yes, we have. That's mini Chris Benoit, and he's just trying to make the world a p- uh Uploading pictures all the time. He comes with me and James to work. We don't work together, but... Um, <laughs> we just live together. <laughs> we, we live together and we sleep together. We love together, yeah. Uh, anyway. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, here's at mini Chris Benoit. We're also on Facebook. Yes, Facebook. You can come and find our page and give us a like with a WWE Network Review podcast. Or you can come and find me and add me as a friend. I am Vince McDan. Across all the Google platforms, WWE Network Review on Google+. It's been our podcast at gmail.com. And YouTube, where you can subscribe to our YouTube channel, WWE Network Review Podcast. Let's clips go up there. And the podcast go at the same time. We do other places like SoundCloud. On your phone. And also, we're on Spreaker Radio. We've got live shows coming November 18th and 19th. We've got Stitcher Radio and iTunes where you can download, subscribe, rate and review there. But that is it. Dan, last words on this this show. Mini Chris Benoit is innocent. And don't forget our next WNR127 is the WWE Network review for October. But that is it. 
I have been James Rowland as always was joined by Dan White. Thanks for listening, everybody, and bye. Bye.